Welcome back in here in Atala, Alabama, as your Fort Payne Wildcats are getting ready to take on the Etowah Blue Devils here tonight on the second week of high school football. I'm joined by my color man, Brian Northcutt, to my right, otherwise known as The Specialist. <laughs> Something like that. And he's been uh, reminiscing because he said his last high, last high school football game, is that right? It was. It was last right here high school stadium. football game was right here in this stadium. Uh, did you make some incredible kick? You know, I hit a guy over the middle, uh, Patrick threw a ball from about the 20 over to about the 40 on a post, and I was playing safety. And uh, it wasn't a great hit, but it was probably the biggest hit of my career. Uh, it was very, very... Uh, Did you play safety all year? I played a little bit of strong and free, just depending on what was needed. Um, and then, of course, kicked. Uh, I think I may even play some corner as well. So. He's, he's talking about Patrick Nix. If you're not familiar, that's a he kind of played at Auburn yeah, the, the, for the, a little while. Patrick was the quarterback of that team. And for those of you who remember, um, Todrick Malone was one of the wide receivers, and Freddie Kitchens was one of the other wide receivers. And so it was uh, a pretty good offense. And tonight uh, you'll hear me mention uh, quite a few times that Etowah's quarterback is um, Jameson Sism, and he's the son of, you Alabama fans would know this, Ed Sism. That's right. Ed Sism was a, wasn't he a running Auburn back? Auburn fans would know him too. He's the one that fumbled, wasn't <laughs> he's he? He's the one that fumbled yeah. the screen pass in 97. That, okay. That Maybe Alabama Allen. fans don't want to remember yes. that. <laughs> I do remember. I knew the name was a little more familiar, and I couldn't remember where I knew, that, where I knew his name yeah. from. Yeah, but he was a running back for Alabama. His son now is quarterback. I guess he came back to Atala. And, well, he was he from Atala? He was. Okay. He, he, uh, he went to Etowah High School. Um, starting lineups tonight, Chris, for Etowah. First on offense is uh, quarterback, junior, Jameson Sissom. At, at running back, uh, a sophomore, Trey Woods. Left tackles, uh, senior Nick Barron. At left guard, a sophomore, Cole Kirby. Center, a senior, Mike Takaro. The right guard, a junior, Jalen uh, Greer, uh, at right tackle, saw a junior, Alex Taylor, wide receiver, a, ju a junior, Bennett Reeves, wide receiver, a senior, Bodie Bennett, wide receiver, a senior, Jalen Walker, and wide receiver, number 11, Zayden Knight. On defense for that walk is a, uh, at linebacker is a, uh, excuse me, defensive lineman, is a junior, number seven, Kaysen Nelms. Other defensive linemen is senior, number 33, Jaleel Penn. Uh, at defensive end, a senior, number 98, Braylon Mostella. I wonder if that's Marcellus Mostella that played at Auburn. He's yeah. from Gadsden, too. I, I don't know if that, I don't know that, 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 you don't see that name a lot. Um, also a senior at linebacker, number uh, one, Corey Duncan. At linebacker, at sophomore, number 34, Bra uh, Bradley Pledgler. At cornerback, uh, a senior, number three, Trent Boffel. A safety, a junior, number 13, Connor Dingler. Safety, a, number, a junior, number 14, Damon Devine. At safety, a sophomore, number 23, L.J. Mostella. Uh, and at the other cornerback, a sophomore, number five, Keelan Smith for Fort Payne tonight. Starting on offense, number five, the quarterback, a junior, Dax Varnador. Number two, the running back, a senior, Caden Dubose. At wide receiver, number eight, Brandon Oliver. Wide receiver, number 17, Riker Shankles. Wide receiver, a sophomore, number six, Blake Griggs. Wide receiver, number four, Nolan Fowler. Left tackle, number 56, Jaden Jackson. Left guard, number 50, Will Patton. Center, number 55, Jordan Wright. Right guard, number 57, Michael Gomez. And at right tackle, number 79, Malcolm Jackson. On defense for Fort Payne tonight, defensive lineman, number 42, Lucas Talent. Defensive lineman, number 76, Tremaine Smith. 
Defensive lineman number 77, Hayden Presley. Defensive end number 41, Caden Kilgore. Linebacker number zero, Carter Tinker. Linebacker number 24, Bennett Blanks. Outside linebacker number 14, Tyler Wooten. The other outside linebacker is number 32, Taylor Shaparo. At cornerback number 22, Connor Kinsley. The other cornerback is number 30, Kyle Caminiti. And at safety, number 33, Luke Patton. Those are your starting lineups tonight for Fort Payne and Etowah. All right, the captains just met at the center field for the toss. Our captains tonight were number four, Nolan Fowler, number 41, Caden Kilgore, number 77. I just went blank where there he is. Hayden Presley and number two, Caden Dubose. That was our uh, captains for tonight's game that met out in the middle of the field. I did not see who won the toss. But I did I will, not either. We'll find out here in a minute. But I will tell you who's receiving <laughs> here in just a minute. All right, your four-paint Wildcats have entered the field. They're wearing the white jerseys, silver britches, black helmets with the black and Vegas gold trim. The Etowah Blue Devils have now entered the field. They're wearing the royal blues all over, royal blue helmet, royal blue jersey, and royal blue pants trimmed in white. And I'm assuming that is their colors, blue and white. Yep, yep. Royal they, blue uh, and white. a little silver. Every now and then they'll bust out the silver britches like we have tonight. But They remind me of Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky, it's very, very Kentucky. Kentucky looks like that. The four panes is in the silver britches. And it looks like we will be receiving. Receiving. So it's possible Etowah won the toss, but it doesn't matter. We'll be receiving. Etowah will be kicking out. We'll be moving, kicking off. We'll be moving from our right to our left. Yeah, against the wind in this first quarter. And it seems like the last time um, that it was fairly windy on this night, too, with the same direction. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if that has any impact on play calling or uh, Dax throwing the ball. I believe the wind is blowing from the south to the north. Yeah. Right across the field is field is uh, arranged south to north. So well, it doesn't matter north to south. It's vertical that way. <laughs> it, could be arranged, it could be arranged north to south, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, as we get ready to kick off here. we got Blake Griggs back and, uh, and Brandon Oliver back deep for Fort Payne. That's, uh, that's interesting. They didn't have Blake back there last week. And they've got kind of Bennett Blanks in the middle, a little shorter, up a little further. Yeah, Coach said they finally got all their jerseys in, so their uh, rosters are correct tonight. So all we'll right. Check um, everything out. Now, Caden DeBose was there last year, wasn't it, last week? Yeah, he yeah I, they may be just giving Blake another chance or giving giving Caden a rest with as many carries as he's going to take, just giving him a couple of plays off. All right, the referee blows it into play, and the kickoff goes right. to Griggs. Griggs moving along the right side. He's oh, got, he's got a lane. Hold. He's coming to 40. He's at the 45. Pushes the tackle out of the way, crosses midfield. He's down to the Etowah 45-yard line. Nice return by Brandon there. That was really good. Just took Brandon it up the sideline. I said Blake Griggs. Griggs is six. Brandon is eight. It looks very similar up here. Folks, that tells you how old I am when the I can't tell an eight and a six <laughs> apart. <laughs> All right, uh, as Brian said, starting lineups, Dax Varnador will be your quarterback. He'll be in the shotgun. And hit to his left is Caden DeBose. They'll have three receivers near side. One far side as they're on the far hash. First and 10 from the Etowah 45. Barnador takes snap. He hands it off to Bose. Bose following tackles. He pushes ahead for about a three-yard gain. Good run. Good run on first down. Etowah having to cover two high, two high safeties. So you've got four deep, really, which should open up some of the run game, which obviously Coach Elmore called on the first play. All right, so I'll bring up second and seven from the 42-yard line of Etowah. This time, uh, 
Who's in the backfield with Varnador? That is uh, Carter Blaylock, Blaylock along with Blake Griggs. Varnador looking to pass. He's got a man over the there middle. Gets him. Number four, uh, Fowler, Fowler, five. Touchdown, Fort Payne. <laughs> nice play. Got an isolation. They, they, they did some faking there with the, the backs in the backfield to try to draw up the safeties and then left Nolan open uh, with a single coverage on that corner, and he just runs a post pattern. Dax, really, really good throw there by Dax Varnador to put it right on the money and touchdown right out of the gates. Good start for Fort Payne. That was, that was a nice throw, a nice first throw hit a hit that deep cross yeah. all right four pain setting up for the extra point snap hold is down kick is up and it is through so four pain goes ahead of Etowah seven to nothing here with 11 11 to go here in the first quarter we'll take a break we'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football Welcome back in as Fort Payne gets on the uh, gets on the board first here in this first quarter. They go up seven to nothing on Etowah here at Etowah Blue Devil Stadium. Actually, it's called James E. Glover Stadium here in Etowah. Yeah, good start, Chris. Really, really like seeing, and we've talked about that last week and this week, and with Coach Elmore this week is uh, Dax being able to put a little bit more touch on those deep balls, and uh, if, if he's able to do that consistently, buddy, this offense is very, very potent. All right, Fort Payne set to kick off. They kick off from there on 40. High ball. Fielded at the seven yard line. Up to the 15. Ooh. Fort Payne there hit. He spun it off, but then there Fort Payne tacklers there to gang up on him. He doesn't get any further than the 19. I think that was that Carter or was that Luke Patton? I think that was Carter Blaylock that came in and gave the the hit, the, the first hit that slowed the back up. Nice, nice hit there to get the all right, so Etowah will start from there on 19, first and 10 with their first drive of the night. Etowah looks like a similar, uh, yeah, similar to Fort Payne. They have a uh, quarterback and a shotgun. He throws his first pass out to about the 15. They're going to get a forward momentum to the 25. I mean, excuse me, the 25-yard line. That's a six-yard gain to be bring up second and four for the Etowah Blue Devils. Yeah, nice job by, by Carter Tinker getting over there to make that play, just trying to keep everything in front of him. All right, Sism is your quarterback. He's in the shotgun. They're out, like I was trying to say, their offense is set up a lot like four paints. Yeah, it is. Running back moves behind Sism. Sism going to turn, hand him off at the middle. He's looking for a hole. Four paints able to ankle yeah. tackle him back for about a yard gain. Yeah, Carter, I mean, not Carter Tinker. Bennett Blanks right there on that play. That was a nice read by Blanks as he was able to come up and catch him on the outside as he was trying to cut outside the line. Yeah, it feels good to call his name early. I didn't <laughs> feel like we called it very much last week. Yes. That first half, they were scoring too many touchdowns. All right, 10 minutes to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading Etowah 7-0. It's now third down and three. 
from the Etowah 26-yard line. They got Caden Dubos out here playing coverage. That's interesting. Sism looking to pass. He's going to throw a quick out, and this play. is too low. Incomplete. Bring up fourth down for the Etowah Blue Devils. Nice coverage by Carter Kinsley there. Just a single coverage, little slant route. Uh, does Sism do the punting because they're he must be. They, Evidently Sism, so. Sism's still out there. They're Fort Payne trying to figure out who's supposed to be on and who's supposed to be off. Yeah. I hear Coach Vincent behind me yelling. Hustle, hustle, hustle. All right, Fort Payne trying to get off the man, uh, man field. They do in time. Here's the punt. This is going to be short. Fort Payne's going to let it bounce, and they're going to field it at their 35. They're coming around this side. That's Brandon Oliver. Brandon Oliver gets around the 50, makes across midfield to the yep. Etowah 49-yard line. Two really good returns by Brandon on both the kickoff and that punt. Now, Fort Payne, both drives starting inside Etowah territory. All right, that'll bring up first and 10 for the for the Fort Payne Wildcats in great field position again as they'll start in Etowah territory at their 49-yard line here with 9.37 to go in the first quarter, leading the Blue Devils 7 to nothing. Varnador with four receivers, two on each side. DuBose flanks his right. No, not Blos. DuBose. Varnador over the middle there again. Oh! And this time the defender was able to knock it away for incomplete. Yeah, that, that was really close. Good play by that defender. A little bit behind Riker, not much. Still a good pass, though. But the same play as they scored the previous series, just on the other side. Yep, and, and as we talked with Coach Elmore, a lot of weapons in this four-paint offense. And, right. and Riker Shankles, just a sophomore, is still one of them. This time, empty backfield, three receivers far right, two receivers near. So a five-receiver set for Varnador. He'll be in the shotgun. Etowah showing blitz with an empty backfield. Second and ten from the 40, Etowah's 49. And they're coming. Varnador takes snap, looking to throw. He's looking for Fowler on the screen. Fowler makes a move toward the middle. Fowler at the 40. Good and job. he's going to get a DeKalb fix it first down, down to the 38-yard line. Yeah, just a little wide receiver screen. I don't know if, if Etowah is going to just automatically call a stunt on an empty backfield, but they brought both linebackers in the A-gaps and tried to pressure Dax and the, to the credit to the offensive line for protection there, giving him time to throw. First and 10, Fort Payne for the Etowah, 38, leading 7 to nothing, 9-15 to go in the first quarter. Varnador takes step, hands there it off to Bose. Bose has a hole, gets around the tackle, around the blocker. He's around the left side. He's at the 20, the 15, a foot race, 10, 5. He's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 3-yard line. Yeah, that'll, that'll open up that, you know, pass game can open up run game just as, as much as the opposite's true. That's going to put the ball inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs, and give Fort Payne a DeKalb fix at first down as well. Start be first and goal from the Etowah three. It's like uh, they're going to go to a heavy set here. What do you call that? Is that Mountain Music? That they call it Mountain Music last year. I'm assuming that they're going to call it the same thing. All right, Bennett Blanks is in at running back. Yeah. Varnador, quarterback, in the shotgun. And Tinker at a blocking. Tinker and Tyler Wooten at a blocking back on the right side. It's like this is going to be a power play to the right side. Varnador takes snap. He hands it to Blanks. Blanks following his tackler is trying to push forward, and he gets there. in. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Well, Chris, this is 180 degrees opposite of the last time that we visited Etowah. Fort Payne just really uh, running up and down the field, and, and great job on the first two drives, two touchdowns, up 14 or 13 nothing right now. All right, with nine minutes to go, Fort Payne puts on another touchdown as they lead. 13 to nothing with the extra all important extra point. That's Connor Hughes in the kick. Here's a snap. Ball down. Hughes kick away. And it is good. 
So Fort Payne now leads Etowah with nine minutes to go, 14 to nothing. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Now we're back here at James Glover Stadium. The captain, Miss Al Holly Allen, giving me directions over here. When and when I cannot talk. All right, thank you, Miss Holly. Appreciate you and your husband, Jamie, over here holding down the fort as they've got the umbrella out, anticipating some showers, possibly. But we are covered. We're the only yeah, ones in the stands with umbrellas Just up. a little spit right now, but <laughs> and hopefully it'll stay that way. It doesn't look like much on the radar, but, you know, we have electronic equipment, so not much is a much to our electronics. <laughs> Wet's wet, and wet is wet. That's right. All right, nine minutes left to go. Fort Payne strikes again as they lead Etowah 14 to nothing. Yeah, really, really perfect start for Fort Payne tonight. All right, here's the kickoff. This one's going to be a little short. Fielded at the five yard line by Etowah. Etowah up to the 20. He's finding a hole. He's over to the left Ooh. side. Fort Payne there to make a tackle right at the 25 yard line. That's where Etowah will start, first and 10. Yeah, Oliver Perea on that hit. Nice. Two, two kickoffs, two really nice hits by guys. Uh, a little bit further down the depth chart. Yeah, I'm getting a slight drop of water. Yeah, just just, a, just a little spit. Just a little bit. Just a touch. I think it's all it's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Etowah and Fort Payne in the weather. Yeah. There you go. All right, Etowah with a similar setup as Fort Payne. Three receivers to the left. Fake handoff up the middle. Whistle blows the ball dead. Uh, the side judge threw the flag. That's usually movement, right, would you say? Yeah, it is? I think it was. It was? Interesting that they're playing Caden Dubos on defense, and maybe that's why they had uh, Blake Griggs back returning kicks. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, just guessing, and we didn't ask this for Coach Elmore, try not to stay out of, stay a little bit out of his game planning, he is uh, just trying to put athlete on athlete in, in a single coverage, maybe like a nickelback. All right, so that'll back up Etowah five yards. It's now first and 15 from their own 20-yard line now. Three receivers, far side, one near side, running back flanks Sism. Sism fakes the handoff. He's going to look to throw. He's there going across the middle, has a man with a step, makes the catch, mm. and Fort Payne makes the tackle, gets across midfield for an Etowah first down, down to the 44-yard line. Yeah, just just an athlete right there uh, for Etowah going past Connor Kinsley. Connor's a great defensive back, but, you know, speed can kill at times, and, and he got past him in perfect throw by Sism. All right, that's a first and 10 from now with the, at the Fort Payne 43-yard line. Give him one more yard. 8.37 to go. Fort Payne leading Etowah 14 to nothing. Sism with a good throw there for Etowah with a long pickup. Etowah again, same setup. Three receivers far side, one near side. Sism back to pass. Fort Payne blitzing. Fort Payne is going to get him Got all it. the way back across midfield to back at the 40-yard line. Yeah, a little, little delayed stunt by Tyler Wooten on the outside coming off the edge. And then uh, Hayden, um, good Lord. Roster in front of me, Chris. Um, is that Hayden, the captain, Hayden Presley? Hayden Presley. There we go. Got it. Comes in and finishes it off. Good job there. 
All right, so that's a loss of at least, well, that's a lot. Let me look and see what they score that. I'm looking, that's over 10 yards, about 12, 13 yards. Yeah. Yep, so they're going to say second down and 24. That was a 14-yard loss on that play. Etowah most definitely looking to pass probably right now. Sism is, stands in the middle, throws across the middle, finds his receiver, Fort Payne there. He picks up He picks up about eight yards on that play. Yeah, Kyle Bennett-Reeves on that catch for Etowah. Gets it back across midfield, trying to make it more manageable for this third down, but it's still third and long. It's going to be third and 15 for the Etowah Blue Devils after a pickup of nine. This is when you got to be aware of the sticks as a defender. Yeah, you just you keep everything in front of you. Just don't make, don't give up the big play. Etowah is going to send three receivers near side this time. Sism rolls out to his right. Four panes there, wow. and they're going to hit him all the way back to the 35-yard line. Wow. Sism yeah. didn't see him coming out off his backside. Yeah, that was that was great job. Just just there was no stunt there. That's all defensive linemen. They're just getting pressure on the quarterback. Great job. So that's a big loss on the play that goes all the way back to the Etowah 37-yard line where they'll be fourth and a long. Yeah, they'll four, have to punt away. Four Payne's return guys are standing almost at the uh, first down marker. And that's going to be number 17. That's Riker Shankles. Riker Shankles and Brandon Oliver. There's the punt away. Nice punt. Oh, yeah, he booted that one. Shankles fumbles it for a second. He's going to fall Ooh. on it and be tackled down at the Fort Payne 23-yard line. They'll set up first and 10. Yeah, he got hit really hard in the head. I always, he, does, he seems to be okay, but, boy, he took a big hit. Well, the punt was long, and it was that's a tough punt to feel. Yeah, it was, it was kind spinning. of a, it was kind of a knuckleball, like a end over end. And it bounced off his pads and hit the ground. He had to chase it down. I think and they're trying taking a water break here, Chris. They are taking a water break, so we'll take a rain break. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! All right, welcome back to Etowah High School Football Stadium or James Glover Stadium here in Atal, Alabama. It's Fort Payne's there on their first away game of the season as they were leading the Etowah Blue Devils 14 to nothing with 6.16 to go. I'm monitoring the precipitation on my radar. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's nearby, but still light. There's no thunderstorms <laughs> at all, thank goodness. Because, you know, if there's lightning, you got to delay for that lightning. Yeah. But it's around. We're just hoping it just goes away. All right, Fort Payne setting up first and 10 from their 27-yard line, looks like, after the heat timeout. Yeah, don't seem to be needing the heat timeout is what they needed about two weeks ago. Arnador is your quarterback. He snaps, throws it off to his right side. Oh, Ooh, almost Ooh. intercepted by that wide linebacker. Ooh. Yeah, that was close. Looked like they were going to hit a quick hitch. Yeah, yeah, the linebacker just slid right underneath that. Number 34 for Etowah, uh, Bradley Pleger. So, really nice break on that one. So that'll bring up second and 10 from the Fort Payne 27-yard line. 
6.13 to go. Fort Payne leading Etowah, 14 to nothing. Barnador this time is going to hand off to Shankle. Shankle's up the middle, and he brought down quickly as he crosses the 40 to the 42, I mean, to the 32. That's Carter Blaylock. Carter Blaylock. And, you, you know, said. Shankles, Blaylock, DeBose, you know. They're close. They're, that's all close. Those names are close. I apologize for that. Carter Blaylock is in at running back right now for Fort Payne. Fort Payne with three receivers near side, one far side. Varnador and Blaylock in the backfield. Varnador fakes the handoffs, going to throw a wide receiver screen and couldn't quite yeah. make the move. Slips down, loses about two yards, going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, the pass wasn't real clean for Riker to catch. They're trying to create a tunnel screen. You had to right, the other two receivers out here blocking. Offensive lines trying to come out and create an alley, and it just it just didn't mesh up right. So Etowah holds Fort Payne on their third position of the night. Fort Payne leading Etowah 14-0 as Fort Payne set to punt. Some good play calls there, Chris. Just, just didn't execute what we needed to right there. And the punt is away. Fair catch at the 39-yard line, and that's where Etowah will start their series. First and 10 from their own 39. Yeah, first that's the first three and out for Fort Payne. They scored on the first two drives and then, then went three and out there, but still doing some good things. Patterson's Music and Jewelry, lay away for Christmas. Drop by to see the specials Dan and Marie are running on bench-made knives, jewelry and instruments, and sound equipment. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, that's Patterson's Music and Jewelry. All right, Etowah, three receivers, two far side, one near. Sism in the backfield. His running back, Woods, is to his right. That looked like movement, yeah, but they did, didn't did, call it. it. sure did, didn't, didn't it? blow the flag. But he hands off to Woods. Woods trying to go left side. He gets a couple yards on that one. Looked like the, the receiver on this side. Yeah, moved. he got like a two. Look up at least a foot. Nobody on Fort Payne sidelines jumping up and down. So, all right, that's going to bring up. That's about a five, about a five, no, four-yard gain. It's going to bring up second and six. No, it's three-yard gain. Second and seven from the Etowah 44-yard line, 43-yard line. This time, Etowah, three receivers. Running back Woods is behind Sism. Sism in the shotgun. Sism takes a snap. He's going to hand off to Woods. Woods trying to find something in the middle. Fort Payne stacks it up and looks like there's no gain on that one. Yeah, not much, if anything, there. Yeah, this line judge is walking right even with the marker, looks like. So it's going to be third and seven. Four minutes to go here in the first quarter. DeBose comes out of the game for. Four paint. That's right. That's DuBose, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Make sure I get my numbers right. All right. This time, Etowah, three receivers near side, one far side. Sism is going to roll to his right. Going to look to throw across the middle. The there four he is. There, oh! And he gets out of the tackle, and he's moving around the left side. It breaks another tackle. Tinker's there to get him, ah, and Tinker, Tinker doesn't get him quite in time as he picks up an Etowah first down at midfield. Yeah. Had him in the backfield. Great play on defense to get there. Just got to bring him down. So that'll pick up an Etowah first down. It'll move the sticks with 3.33 to go in the first. Yeah, Mason Chandler had a great, great opportunity there to put him down in the backfield, but just got away. Slippery there. All right, nose of the ball is that right at midfield, and I'm sitting right at midfield, so I'm looking right across the line of scrimmage. All 
right, Sizzle takes the ball. He's going to hand off to his running back, number 21. It gets around the left side and breaks a couple tackles, picks up about seven yards. Yeah, Bennett, Bennett blanks on the tackle there. Fort Payne bringing in some reserves to try to give a, a spell for some of these starting defensive lines and linebackers. Caden Dubos back in the game now. All right, I got number 21, but I'm not sure my roster equals up. I got Darren Porter, Dayton Porter. Yeah, on the run, yeah. Okay, so Porter in now for Woods. Sism is going to put him behind him while Sism in the shotgun. Three receivers set again for Etowah. Put a man in motion. Sism takes a snap. He puts it in the basket of uh, Porter and Fort Payne there. He picks yep. up about half a yard. Great job by Lucas Talent coming in and crashing on that, making the play in the backfield. Well, he got a, a little bit of gain on that. That's going to bring up third and three with 2.20 to go. Fort Payne leading 14 to nothing. The ball is on the Fort Payne 43-yard line. So an important, oh, they're going to say three and two. It's going to be a long two. All right, this time, Edouard, a five-receiver set, bro. Yeah, maybe a, a quarterback draw here. Man in motion. Oh, he pulled, it. pulled it back. Oh, Fort nice Payne play. There. And he failed. The play fails the game. So Fort Payne holds fourth down. Let's see what Edouard wow. does. Wow, does very, very impressive play by Lucas Talent there. He he pulls receiver coming from left to right was going to run a little a little uh, read play from the quarterback Sissom, uh, and 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 Lucas forced his hand to pull and then broke back down and made the tackle. So really nice play by Lucas Talent on that drive. Right, Edouard calls a timeout. We'll take it with him. We'll be right back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, we're back after timeout where Etowah has a fourth down and three. Looks like they're going to go for it on the on the Fort Payne forty-three yard line. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a big risk to go for it on this this side of the field, especially down fourteen. Sism is your quarterback. Sism takes a snap. He fakes the handoff. Fort Payne wow. there, and he's going to lose three yards. Turnover on downs. Great job by uh, Carter Tinker right there coming off the edge and uh, try to do that little read option again. And Etowah having a hard time on the ends. Our ends are getting around. Yeah. They're making good plays on that. So that'll be a turnover on downs as Fort Payne will now have the ball on their own 42 with a first and 10, leading 14 to nothing with a minute 40 left in the first period of play. Yeah, Etowah kind of stemmed the flood a little bit there with some a three and out. And then that drive there, but uh, Fort Payne bend but not break, now has an opportunity to kind of go up even more. If you've heard me call long enough, folks, in Fort Payne sports, I get my periods and quarters mixed up yeah, quite that's often. Okay. <laughs> handing off to Boast. Boast make a step to the left, trying to get through some tackles. They're trying to shut the ball. Wow. He's still moving, gets through some more tackles. Ooh. He picks up another decab, fix it first down. Great run, driving the legs by Caden Dubos. They were they were reaching and grabbing. That would be like you run that, the, the old dummy, where you run yeah, through, run through, through those, those dummies yeah. and they're hitting you on the left and right because they were just reaching and grabbing and hitting him on the sides and he yeah. was scampering through. 
trying to give uh, Caden a lot more breaks now. He gets in first down, runs 110 yards now, Carter Blaylock in. So it looks like Coach Elmore's trying to give him some some rest for defense. Blaylock in a running back. Varndor's going to take a snap. He's going to look to throw deep. He's got a receiver over there, a little shallow. And it's over the receiver's head. Ball's incomplete. Not a bad pass there to, to Brandon Oliver. Dak's putting it on the money down there. Just uh, kind of some fist fighting with your hands with the defensive back, and, uh, and Brandon can't make the play. And that's a, that's a long throw because he's on this. He's near yeah. to this hash toward us. Sure he's was. throwing the opposite side down the sideline. And Carter Blaylock picking up the stunt there. Uh, off the edge, right side. Great job on that pickup. All right, so two two running backs back with Varnador. They're going to put one in motion. Varnador, quick throw out to the man in motion. He picks up the pass. He's trying to skate through. He gets about five, well, about three or four yards on that play. He'll bring about third and seven. Yeah, just a little swing pass to Blake Griggs out on the side, kind of a kind of a screen look. Both wide receivers blocking and nice pickup. Blake Griggs, okay. I, had, I thought I saw two number two out there, but it is Griggs. But... Uh, Blaylock's still in running back. They're going to bring in DeBose now for Blaylock. Blaylock's going to come out. Now that is number two. That is number two. All right, Fort Payne with three receivers in tight. Oh. DeBose, I mean, uh, Varndorf fumble snap, throws across the middle, finds the man ahead as he carries a tackle down for a decab, fix a first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, great job getting the ball to Nolan Fowler, especially a lot of times when you drop the ball, you lose what your receivers are doing. Fort Payne going pace now. 28 seconds left to go in the first period. 14 to nothing lead for the Wildcats. Barnador, quick, quick throw out to Fowler. Just through his hands. Ball's incomplete. Yeah, that was a little slip pay. It, I think it, I don't think Dax had a good grip on the ball trying to get it out quick. Hey, Miss Holly, I think your goal next year should be a longer red zone commercial. So when I do an alpha I'll make it real long. Like, <laughs> like four or five sentences. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun to remember right there, I'll tell you, folks. All right, in the backfield is Blaylock and Griggs. Griggs, Griggs six. They're on each side of Varnador. Varnador fakes the handoff. He stands in the middle. He's going to throw it out to Griggs. Griggs one-on-one with the outside linebacker. He stumbles forward for a couple yards. He's going to yeah, bring up third and eight. Up. That should take us to the end of the quarter there. Landed inbounds. And that will. Seven seconds and running. Coach, El <coughs> Coach Elmore will let it roll out. And that will do it here at the end of the first quarter. Fort Payne leads Etowah 14 to nothing. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wild football after this. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with.
Yeah, I like the fact that they're giving Caden some rest. That's going to help him long-term this season. Hornador claps his hand, gets the ball. He stands in the pocket. He's looking across the middle. Fires. Oh, just out of the finger, off the fingertips of Nolan Fowler. <laughs> I know Coach Elmore is going to see this, and some of his offense's assistants are going to tell him about it. Carter Blaylock on that swing pass, there is not a single person over there. There wasn't per anybody within 10 yards of him if Dax looks over there. Now, I know that's probably not in the read progression, but it was wide So, open. Blaylock was coming out of the backfield? He was, yep, he was on a swing pass, like a wheel route off to the left side, and he was wide open. But good pass by Dax. I think that guy may have grabbed his jersey a little early for uh, on Nolan. So, that's going to bring up Connor Hughes for the field goal attempt. Snap. Hold is down by Varnador. Kick is away. He got it. It is good. Very good. I thought it might have been a wide left, yeah, but it goes across it, yeah. the bar for good uh, to be good. So it's 17 to nothing. Your Wildcats lead the Etowah Blue Devils. Uh, we'll take a quick timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. back here at James Glover Stadium at Etowah High School. Not at the high school, but Etowah High School football stadium. As Fort Payne now leads the Blue Devils 17 to nothing. Uh, looking ahead, I was just talking to my color guy, Brian Northcutt. We have a home game next week. We'll be taking on May Jemison, visiting us from the Huntsville area. Matter of fact, if I remember right, wasn't it wasn't May Jemison that we played at Alabama State? Alabama A&M. Alabama yep. A&M yep. Stadium. Yep. In the super nice... Uh, press oh, box, wow. but there was no sound. I know. We had it all to ourselves. felt like we had it all to ourselves. You could hear squirrels walk across the <laughs> countertop. It, it was that quiet. <laughs> all right, Hughes with a kickoff. This one's a good one. Is this going deep? Wow. And it's going to go into go. the end zone job, for a touchback. Connor. Yeah, got it all the way in. Good job. Coach Jerry Elmore wanted me to mention that the pregame meals uh, being sponsored by Chick-fil-A, being donated by Chick-fil-A this, uh, this, this week, and so really want to thank those guys and their support of Fort Payne Athletics. All right, 11.44 to go here in the second quarter. Your Wildcats lead the Blue Devils 17 to nothing here in the second game of this season. Yeah, a little bit of irony that Fort Payne trailed 17 to nothing last time we were here. And <laughs> are, you, are you about to jinx it? <laughs> well, there's no wood to knock on, so uh, I can't. Please don't hit the jinx. I'll feel better if we score again, then that'll break that jinx. Yeah. All right, Etowah, in a similar offensive uh Layout is Fort Payne. They got three receivers near side, one far side. Look like he jumped again. Sism's going to throw out to the running back. Running back trying to get around this side. Powers through play. some taxes, picks up tackles, picks up about six yards on that player, five yards. Yeah, that's okay. Just keep everything in front of you. Don't give up any big plays right here. Uh, looks like they're going to give him four, so it'll be second and six. I will take what the scoreboard says, second and 56. Wow, that's a long. There you go. There you go. 11-19 and counting to go for uh, second and six for the Blue Devils on the Blue Devils 24-yard no, line. Four playing playing something similar to the Etowah in the two-high safety look here. 
Sism takes a snap. He stands in the pocket. He's looking to throw Fort Payne there. He does get out to his big receiver over here near side, picks up a first down yeah. up to the 32-yard line. That's okay. I mean, Oliver Perea on the coverage there, nice play, standing, keeping everything in front of him. That's a big kid there, wide receiver. Yeah, 11's tall. So it'll be first and 10 from the Etowah 32, trailing the Wildcats 17 to nothing. 6'4", Chris. Is he 6'4"? Yep, 150 pounds. Man, why? Throw it up to that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they won't recognize that matchup. All right, again, four receivers for uh, Etowah. Sism takes a snap. He stands in the pocket, looks again, hits his running back out of the backfield. Oh. Gets around uh, Brandon Oliver tackle and picks up another uh, Etowah first down. Yeah, good coverage. Same, same thing there, but Perea just missed Perea. the tackle on that. Okay, I didn't see the one. I saw the eight. <laughs> Sorry about that, Perea. We'll get I, it straight. I about say why is I about say why is Oliver, why is Oliver defense, playing a quarterback there? That would be confusing. Let's just say from this moment forward, uh, the color man will call out names to numbers. <laughs> I'll just tell you the numbers best I can. All right, again, Edouard in the four receiver set. Sism in the shotgun, flanked to his right by the running back. He's going to put it in his basket. But follows the attackers, gets about uh, still pushing. Ooh, wow. Nice leg power, picks up about six. Yeah, nice run there. Fort Payne really giving up numbers inside, playing with the two high safety. They're really relying on uh, Blanks and Tinker to make those plays up the middle. Etowah's got a lineman right now limping, and nobody's called a timeout. He's he's limping hard. Yeah, he's yeah, they're getting his guy. They're getting him out. Well, they're not really getting it. Now he's laying down. It's Nicholas so. Barron. All right, so he'll lay down, and we'll take an injury timeout with him. We'll be right back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Captain and the captain's husband appreciates uh, the electronics staying dry. All right, it's going to bring up second and five, Brian, here with 10 minutes to go. Yeah, Etowah just trying to get something started here that Fort Payne's defense really putting them in bad spots the entire night so far. <clears throat> Sism takes a snap. He's looking to throw deep. He's got a man. The big 11's got a step. Oh, and, oh, oh out of goodness. his hands. That would have been an easy Ooh, touchdown, Brian. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That is a momentum killer right there. He was wide open. He had two steps on the defender, Sism, and he was right in the back. Sism put it right on him, and he just dropped it. That's a touchdown all day long. That's one you don't want to walk back to the no. huddle. Ooh. That's a rough feeling right there. Well, that, that'll be Very, your, very fortunate for Fort Payne, though. That'll be your matchup to watch is the 6'4", number 11 here for Etowah. That one, he just dropped that one against the shorter Fort Payne defenders. I look for them to go back to that quickly. They've swapped it out now. Caminiti's in for a Perea. All right, third and five. Sism with the snap. Looks across the middle, finds a man. Enough 
enough yards for a first out of while first down all the way to the Fort Payne 44. Yeah, the, the, the challenge has been giving him enough time. When Sissom has enough time, he can find the open receiver and he can deliver the ball to him. Fort Payne's just been in the backfield a lot. 9.37 to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading Etowah, 17 to nothing. Etowah now crosses over into Wildcat territory as they are on the Wildcat 44-yard line, first and 10. I, I don't expect. Etowah will probably run a little bit, but they're going to be, I, I would rely on, on Sism's arm to get them down the field. Sism takes a snap. Uh, he leaves it with the running back. Running back trying to bounce wow. outside. Fort Payne uh, there, and he picks up, and looks like he loses two yards on that one. Yep, that's going to be, he lost two. That's going to be bring up second down and 12 for the Etowah Blue Devils. And you're right, Brian, they, they can't do that much. Now, they're having a difficult time finding running yards. So Etowah with nine minutes to go, trailing Fort Payne 17 to nothing here in the first half. Again, a three receiver near side, one far side for the Etowah Blue Devils. Woods is in at running back. Sism takes a snap, stands in the middle. He's going to run, oh, and wow. he gets away. He's got a first down. No, not a first down. Big gain. Let's see. They're going to put it short, I think. They're way short because they've got him out of bounds at the. It's about two yards short, it looks at like. At the 38-yard line. So he's going to be, yeah, he's about two yards short. It's going to bring up third and two. Well, let's see. It looks like it's going to be a long two and a short three. They're going to call third and three on the scoreboard. So we'll say third and three. 8.39 to go. Fort Payne leading 17 to nothing. Sism is your quarterback for the Blue Devils. He takes a snap. Fort Payne rushes. They can put a hand on him. They're pushing him out the right side. He tries to throw it over the top. Oh, Fort wow. Payne defender there. Almost thought that was offensive interference it was for a close. little bit. Yeah, it was close. He tried to look like push off the Fort Payne defender to try to get position. I say push off. He tried to maneuver hardly. Yes, hardly. <laughs> hardly. <laughs> Connor, Connor Kinsley on that coverage there. Nice play by him. That's going to bring up fourth and three, and uh, they're in no man's territory, so yeah, look for them to go for yeah, it. Yeah, they got to go for this. They're, they're too far down, and they've got to get something. I look for the big receiver over here near us, the 6'4 receiver. And Sizzle back to pass. Four Payne's chasing him down, and he gets out to the right side. They're still Ooh. trying to tackle him. He gets loose, throws the ball downfield. Oh, my goodness. And the receiver makes the catch. Four Payne missed the tackle. He's down to the three-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> That's all athleticism there. He just makes a play, and uh, Sism just trying to keep the play alive. He really got corralled hard over on the far sideline, on Etowah's sideline, and just slings it up, had a strong enough arm. It really – other than he and Dax, there's not very many high school quarterbacks that can make that throw, and he finds a receiver. And, and I mean, there's nothing you can do there except try to get to him and, and make the tackle when you get to him. Or Payne had him look like had him locked up several times way back in the line of scrimmage, and he was able to get get that ball loose, and the receiver made the moves that he needed to make to catch the ball. Yeah. So first and goal for the Wild Blue Devils. Sizzle back to pass. Or Payne trying there. They throw it across the middle. Receiver drops ah, the ball incomplete. I thought I saw the umpire reaching for a flag there. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to bring up second down and goal from the four with eight minutes to go here in the first half. Had a while looking to put points on the board after that crazy first down play. Yeah, yeah, it was. that's a tough one. You can't. wild football. <laughs> there you oh, go. Was, I just snorted. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> very professional. <laughs> very professional. 
It really, you'd think Etowah would have some kind of short yardage package that they could go to, but they, evidently they don't think so. They got a big man right there in motion. You see they had a lineman in the wingback position, and they do throw a flag on this and play stop. Maybe it is going to be motion against Etowah. See, they lined up that. He looks like he's 400 pounds. Looks like they had a wingback. It was a wingback. Looked like they were about to follow that guy. Here he's coming off the field. Number That's 98. A a big boy. Right, that's going to back it up five yards, make it a little tougher for the Blue Devils. As now it's a second and goal from the looks like 13 yard line, a 14 yard line. That'd be the nine, Chris. Did I say 14? Yeah. Uh, I was. Well, I looked over at the board. The board said uh, 14, so I apologize. It is the nine. The specialist. That's why we call him the specialist. <laughs> he can see and call names to numbers. Sism takes the ball. He stands in the middle. He throws it out to his running back. Oh, almost a nice catch by the running back, but it falls incomplete. Yeah, I mean, that's, wow. a, that's, a hard, that's a hard throw there. Um, he led him just a little too yeah, much. Uh, yeah, he almost made a great catch there, but he didn't quite bring it in. That's going to bring up third and goal from the what? That'd be the nine. Nine-yard line. <laughs> I'm glad my friend Brewis is not listening to the sports cast. I would never hear the end of it. <laughs> All right, 7.49 to go. Fort Pan I mean, uh, Etowah threatening here as they are first and goal from the nine. No, excuse me, third and goal from the nine. Sism in the shotgun again. He's looking to throw. He's going across the middle, and the Fort Payne defender's there. Are they going to get him for pass yeah, interference? That was close. I think Connor may have gotten away with that one. That's perfect no. throw. That's a really good throw by Sism there. And nobody threw the flag. There were there were no. referees looking right at it. Yeah, everybody was there, so I think it had to be. You have to call that good play, don't you? Yeah, I'd have to say good play because you're on their home <laughs> field. Usually that's flag. Usually that's flag city. I know it. It was a good play. Connor, Connor in great coverage there. Stayed on that slant. Um, System put it in a good spot. It just great play. For that to me not to have been called, he must not have had that right hand on his back. He must not. Because they typically call that. Evidently, when they, when no. They, yes, right. That's what we're gonna say. Oh, it's blocked. Field goal is blocked. And goes in the end, goes in the end zone, so Fort Payne will get the ball after the block field goal attempt. Yep, good job by, by Fort Payne holding there. Etowah had uh, really several opportunities to drop pass on the deep route here earlier, and then uh, the scramble by Sissom and to throw across the middle. If I think it was Caden Dubos, if I'm not mistaken, who's the one who hawked him down to the three yard line, and then the defense holds from there. All right, so Fort Payne will start first and ten from their own 20 yard line. Leading 17 to nothing with 7.39 to go. They were stopped yeah. their last drive. They had scored the previous two. It would be nice for the three. offense to run off a good long four-minute drive here, give that defense a break. All right, Dax slaps his hand, takes the ball, stands in the pocket, throwing deep over the right. He's got a man, oh. but just a little too long on just that Just a little bit there. That's going to bring up second and 10 from the Fort Payne 20. Uh, Blaylock is in the backfield yep. for Fort Payne. Blaylock getting a lot of playing time. Yeah, that's going to be very, very helpful, Chris, as the season progresses to have a, a number two running back that can, can give Caden a break. And then Caden's been helping out a lot on defense, so that's going to be a great great matchup there. All right, this time Fort Payne's got three receivers in tight near side, one receiver far side. Bonador calls his own number, takes around <laughs> left side. Nobody's there. He's following his blocker. He's down to the 40. He's up to the 45. He's up to midfield. It's a foot race. He's at the 40 across the midfield for the cap. Fix it first down. Yeah, there's something there because uh, that had the look right there of Coach Elmer. I can hear him at practice going out. Dax, if they give you this, 
pull it and run. And because Dax couldn't get out of the backfield fast enough, he, he barely got it pulled and he's taken off down the sideline and found it wide open. So he crosses midfield, gets it all the way to the Cab County, the Cab, uh, the Cab County, the Etowah 40 <laughs> not, yard not line. Not quite that far, Chris. It seemed like he was running to Cab County. Etowah trying to get him down. He's getting escaping through some tackles and they are going to sack him for a five yard loss. Yeah, Dax fighting through a lot of that right there. He's a really strong kid. Yeah, the run was so long by Dax, I thought he was going to the cab back to the cab county. <laughs> he That's, almost made it there. <laughs> they're going to give him a loss of six, so it's going to be second down and 16. No, excuse me, it's going to be 15 because we, we're not quite on the 40. So second 15, 6.50 to go. Fort Payne leading 17 to nothing. Let's see how we do as we're way behind the sticks right here. Yeah. They put... Uh, Man in motion, looking for the screen, yeah, and it wasn't not there. Almost looked like DeBose was being held by the lineman. A yeah, bit. I think they, I don't know if they read that or just weren't coming off the ball hard enough, but either way, it wasn't there. That's going to bring that bring up third and extremely long. Fort Payne uh, looks like uh, sputtering these last two series. Yeah. Uh, little, little spurts there. Maybe they can get something going right here. Might see one of those tunnel screens here. Call inside, come something with Nolan Fowler up the middle or Riker Engel. Or you got single coverage over here. Well, you do have a safety over the top with Brandon. They're going to split it with twins. Actually, they're going empty. Plenty of time on the play clock, as Brian says. Uh, empty backfield, five receivers, two near side, three far side. Varnador in the shotgun. Third down and 16 for the Wildcats. Varnador looking to throw. He's going to lift it up middle. He's got a man with a step. Oh, Bus, wow. Bus makes a catch. In the end zone, touchdown, Fort Payne. Really, really, really nice throw from Dax, putting a lot of air under that ball to Caden and dropping it down in a bucket. Uh, perfect, perfect deep ball by Dax Varnador on that play. DeBose had a couple of steps on his defender. I don't think that's the I don't think that's the matchup that Etowah wanted. No, they were they were basically playing single coverage, but he just ran past his guy. I don't, you know, you got to stay deeper than the deepest man. Nice play. All right, number 12, Connor Hughes to attempt the extra point. Not all important, but the extra point. Yeah, it's not all important yet. <laughs> yet. Snap to Varnador, ball down, kick is away, and good. So Fort Payne leads Etowah 24-0 with 6.30 to go here in the first half. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get All right, welcome back to James Glover Stadium here, the home of the Etowah Blue Devils in Atala, Alabama's Fort Payne uh, at their first away game of the season, leading the Blue Devils 24 to nothing here in the first half. Uh, hold a totally flipped script from last week. Yeah, yeah, Fort Payne doing a great job. Uh, uh, really not a whole lot. Um, a couple of sputters on drives, but, I mean, you would expect that offensively, and the defense has given up a few big plays, but that's mostly attributable to 
Etowah's uh, real, really remarkable athleticism. And so, and give props to Varnador and the receivers. Uh, his two touchdown passes tonight have been nicely thrown, nice yep. touch balls. They've really, been, really has. He hadn't forced those two at all. Yep, really. He's not stepping into them too hard. He's not putting a whole lot on it. He's, he's getting a really good feel for the game, which uh, I think is great. And, and, and with that being said, I, I know you, you guys, if you listen to Coach Elmore's interview, we always talk about how Dax is such a competitor, he gets really high strung. Yeah. He gets hyper, and if we could, if coach is talking about, you know, we just get him, get him relaxed, get him calm. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Yeah, he's great. All right, Hughes with the kickoff from their own forty, and this one's a low deep ball over the over the head, and it's going to go in the end zone for a touchback. So while we'll start first and ten from their own twenty with six thirty to go in the half. Fort Payne will be at home next week because they'll be taking on the visiting May Jemison. I don't know what May Jemison's mascot's name. Jaguars. Thank you, Captain. <laughs> the May Jemison Jaguars. You went to the car and forgot your keys, didn't you? <laughs> Was that them? No, I said you went to your car oh, and forgot yeah, your keys. Yes. <laughs> yes. May Jemison. Yeah, it's May Jemison. What are they? Somebody go back in the house and get my keys. What do they do that? Yep. Yeah. All right, 630 to go here in the first half. Fort Payne leading 24 to nothing. Etowah with four receivers, two on each side. Sism, the quarterback, he stands in the pocket. He's going to come up the middle. He's going to throw. He's oh, got a wide wow. receiver across the middle, pass to complete. He makes a move around the fender. He's down to the 45 to 30. And Fort Payne will tackle him down to the Fort Payne 25-yard line. Yeah, the single high safety, I think, has got to come and help with a little bit with that. I think and Coach Prater is letting him know it very kindly right now. Uh, got to have a guy back there helping out on the deep ball. Yeah. All right. A big play for that while Blue Devils. That puts the ball on the Fort Payne 25-yard line, first and 10, as they're looking to put some points on the board for the, for the first half here. Yeah, they, they have got definite big play potential, uh, but they've got to be able to, to execute down here, which they have not shown the ability to do so far tonight. Four receivers for Etowah, three near side, one far side. Etowah with Woods in the backfield. I mean, Stevens, I mean, uh, Sism with Woods in the backfield. He's going to pull it down and run. Yeah. Nobody's there. He gets around the right side. He picks up a first down, jumps over a tackler, out of bounds to about the 10-yard line. Let's see where they mark it. Yep, very, they're going to mark it at the 10-yard line, so very, it'll be a first very, down. Yeah, very athletic guy, Chris, just able to make plays with his feet if you don't corral him and keep him contained. So Etowah enters the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Riggs. Does Tyler want to sponsor when we the opponent gets in the red zone? Yeah, the captain said all red zones. That's what, he, that's what she told me. She even this said is, he, this is the alpha. This is the alpha. Stop them in the red zone. Yes. Call it that. All right. So Etowah with again with four receivers set, three near side, one far side. Is there on the far hash? Sism's your quarterback. He takes a snap, stands in the pocket. Again, he's looking to pull it down, and run. Four paint pressure, and Tinker's yeah. there, and they push him out of bounds for a loss. Yeah, great coverage right there. The, the thing you have when you get down in the uh, alpha red zone is you don't have as much run, run deep balls you don't have as much space because of the back of the end zone and so once everybody has hit their mark and hit their spot there's nowhere else for them to go and Fort Payne had everything covered there all right that's going to bring up second down and goal from the 19 yard line wow so a long way to go here on second down for the Etowah Blue Devils they're trying to get on the board that is no bueno for our Spanish-speaking listeners. <laughs> the 
Again, three receivers near side for the Etowa Blue Devils. One on the far side. Ball is on the far hash. Sism takes a snap, looking to throw quick. He's he's looking for a 6-4 receiver. He pushes oh, off wow. and yeah. catches the ball for a touchdown. Yeah, I think Caden thought the, the receiver kind of ran down in the end zone. Caden was facing him, uh, kind of shut the route down, and Caden, I think, thought, well, that's not coming this way, and then all of a sudden it was. So Etowa gets puts points on the board as they throw to the big 6-4 receiver. Yeah. Here with 5.30 to go in the first half. Yeah, he'd have been in a lot of trouble if he'd have dropped that one. Yes. It's two in a row. Yeah, I wonder. I you know, granted, I think that's I think that's a a, a fine move that the receiver extends his arms for yeah. position. But you know, that's that's the close. It's to the, close to the pushing off for position. Big eighty one is the kicker for Etowa. He quick snap, and I think he missed the extra point. No, I was wrong. He kicked it through. So Etowa puts seven on the board, Brian. As we five thirty five to go. Yep. As Fort Payne still leads the Blue Devils twenty four seven. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome back in as we got 5.35 to go here in the first half as the Etowah Blue Devils trail your Fort Payne Wildcats 24-7. Etowah with 5.35 puts their first points on the board with a nice uh, nice throw and catch from the Etowah quarterback and 6-4 receiver. Yeah. Yeah, they, that's a great mismatch if they could take advantage of it. They haven't been able to do that so far tonight until that play. All right, Etowah looking to kick off. Etowah will receive to start the second half. Yep. So here's their kickoff low line drive by go, line drive go, ball go. and it will go out of bounds. Will that put our ball on the 35? Flag should, is thrown. Yep, should be. All yep. right. So four pain will be start first and ten from their own 35 after the kickoff penalty. What is that called? What's the official penalty on that? Illegal procedure. Is that what it is? Illegal procedure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Fort Payne, first and 10 from the their own 35-yard line, leading 24-7, 5.35 to go here in the first half. We're in Atal, Alabama at James Glover Stadium, home of the Etowah Blue Devils. Fort Payne getting some work from their two receivers right now. Barndor, quick throw over to Griggs. Griggs makes a move around a, around a defender and gets about nine yards on that one, Brian. Yep, this is a good job. That's still the starters over there, Nolan and, and Blake. But over here on this uh, right side, Josh Everett and um, Braden Templeton getting a little bit of action over here. Griggs will come this side, so now they have three receivers this side and one far side. Blaylock takes the handoff from uh, Varnador. He's trying to get around his tackler's can as Etowah stops him for about a two-yard gain. Yep, still gets the first down, though. That's nice. DeKalb fixes it. DeKalb first down. fix it first down. The referee tells the yard markers to move. A couple of scores from uh, from the North Alabama tonight. Oxford leading Huntsville seven to three in the second quarter. Hewitt Trussville leading Gadsden City only fourteen to ten. That's a, that's a interesting score with uh, four Payne having Gadsden City coming up in two weeks. 
449 to go. Fort Payne now at their own 46-yard line. Varnador back wow, to pass. Wow, wow, wow. Has a wide receiver, Griggs. Nobody's there. He's at the 20. It's a foot race, 15, 10. Gets by him. Touchdown, Fort Payne. <laughs> That was yeah. broken coverage. Yeah, just a little, yeah, just a little smash route. You got a short route and you got a deep route, and both both DBs stopped with the short route, and Blake just ran right past them. Touchdown. Nice throw and catch from Varnador to Griggs. 436 to go. Fort Payne puts seven more points or six more points on the board. This is when it gets all important to make it seven. Do we have a Scottsboro score? Uh, I'll, I'll look at that. But Tanner, Tanner. Tanner, which is a 2A school, leading May Jemison 14 to nothing in the first quarter. All right, 4.36 to go. Fort Payne leading 37, 30 to 7 over Etowah. Snap, hold down by Varnador. Kick is up and good. Fort Payne now goes ahead of the Blue Devils, 31 to 7. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, welcome back as Fort Payne has taken a 31-7 lead here in the second game of the Fort Payne season over the Etowah Blue Devils. Uh, the the precipitation is holding off. We're, oh, and I just jinxed Attaboy, myself, Chris. and here comes the sprinkles. Never mind, we're about to break out the umbrellas. Good job, Chris. The captain is not happy with me for mentioning that. Uh, Chris, we mentioned some scores earlier. North Jackson leading uh, Scottsboro 7-0 in the first quarter. Um, Geraldine, look at this. Geraldine up 14 to nothing on Fife in the second quarter. Well, this is supposed to be a big year for Geraldine. They yeah. had a lot of returners. I talked to Coach Benefield last week, or this week, and he talked about that game, how, you know, he's not looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, uh, Etowah, and it gets uh, the receiver gets the around the right side, gets up to the 24, 23, 24-yard line. That's where they'll set up first and 10. Cherokee County leading Piedmont 13 to 7 in the first quarter. Spring. Springville and Mortimer Jordan tied at 21. Helena up on Buckhorn, 42 to nothing right now in the second quarter. Wow. We play Buckhorn, do we not? Yeah, we do. Sylvania leading Sacks, 28 to zero. Valleyhead leading section, 32 to nothing in the first quarter, in second quarter. All right, 4.30 to go here in the first half. As we get a little sprinkles here, which shouldn't last too long. Fort Payne leading 31-7. Sism takes a snap, but the play is blown dead. Looks like we may have illegal procedure. Let's see. And that is the call as the referee rolls his arms. That'll back it up five yards for the Blue Devils. That'll make it first and 15. Yeah, I talked to Coach Benefield of Fife and uh, Coach Davis of Geraldine uh, this week on our D.C. tailgate show that we do that comes on right before our broadcast. And mm -hmm. Coach Benefield was talking about how this is this is the year Geraldine's looking for. Wow. They got all their players back big time in all the positions. So, yeah. Well, he he knew it was going to be a big game. Yeah. Of course, Fife winning the state championship last year. All right, 31-7 lead Wildcats. That was a movement again, nice movement running back again. moved. 
Yeah. That's going to back it up another five. That's going to make it first and 20 for the Blue Devils. Yeah, early in the season problems in the second week. You just got to got to be able to fix those. Now, we I have joked about this in high school level play, especially in baseball. But if I'm right, college football Thursday night is I thought it was illegal to have football pants above your knees, but apparently they are wearing pants oh, I know. above it's, their knees. They're coming, it's like shorts. They're wearing like I thought sliding you had to, I shorts. I thought you had to cover your knees. They're supposed to. That was the whole, that's been all those equipment violations from last year that Fort Payne's opponents were getting in our stadium. Right. I was I was watching the Florida game and some of their players, their knees were, their pants were above their knees. And it looks like we got a timeout possible. Timeout. So Ed Wall is going to take a timeout. We'll take it with them. We'll be right back with more Wildcat football. Welcome back to James Glover Stadium here at here in Atal, Alabama. As Fort Payne is taking on the Etowah Blue Devils. They lead 31 to seven here with 4:26 to go in the first half. It's Fort Payne's second game of the season and first away game. Etowah with two illegal procedure penalties in a row, so now they've backed up 10 more yards from penalties. So it's first and 20 from their own 15-yard line. Sism is the quarterback for the Blue Devils. He takes a snap. Oh, wow. Looking for a quick throw this side. Finds his 6-4 receiver. Fort Payne missed the tackle. He makes a move, and he gets about seven of that 20 back. Yeah, great job. Lucas Talent coming in off the edge, and then uh, Braden Wooten making a play out here on the side, just giving up their bodies and sacrificing, trying to make a play. All right, the Fort Payne Wildcat band is getting ready for halftime. They got their white flumes on on top of their head. I call it the flumes. Is that what? Is that well, a, it has a name. My, my son has a name. I call it the flume. Holly should know that. Plume? A plume, like a smoke? It's the big feather on top of the head. That's what they're banning from. All right, Sizzle back to pass. He has a receiver over to 28, up to the 31-yard line, hit hard by the Fort Payne DB, but that'll pick up it's about. close. It's still short. Yeah, pick up about eight yards on that one. Looks like it's going to be third and three, or third and two. Let's see. Looks like it's going to be third and a long two. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. They, they have not shown run on third down. See if Fort Payne does a run stunt or a blitz from Carter. or. So it is going to be third and three from their own 31-yard line, trailing 31-7. to Sism back to pass again. Fort Payne trying to blitz. Sism trying to get around the right side, fakes the pass. And he's going to get out enough, possibly pick it up. It's close. I think he got it. It's close. They had uh, Bennett Blanks back at safety on that play. It was an interesting call there. Uh, we're looking at the line, Judge. We're trying to see. It looks like it may be short. I think it Brian. is, yeah. Maybe a yard short. Uh, they're going to say a half a yard short, so it's going to be fourth down and half a yard. On, but but Etowah is on their own 33-yard line, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, Sism, I think Sism's a punter. Yeah, he is. And he's moved back into punting position. 
It wouldn't surprise me them try to just make a play here and let him run, but even like though it's a, deep in their territory. Well, Fort Payne has nobody back. And he gets out of the way. There's nobody back for Fort Payne. As that'll take a Etowah bounce. It's about 25. Yeah, I think Fort Payne was just playing it safe there. It'll is, roll, that's not a bad idea. It'll roll down to the Fort Payne 21 and a half. And that's where they'll put it in play here with 2.52 to go. We'll stay here with it as they're, they're just switching sides. Yes, Coach Elmore, Coach Jerry Elmore mentioned to me earlier, he wants to thank, make sure we thank Chick-fil-A for uh, sponsoring the meals for the guys, um, pregame meals for this week and uh, keeping our boys fed. That's really good for them. Thank you. All right, Fort Payne's already on the field, ready to run their play. I didn't know time was called. Etowah's over on their sideline. Looking He's talking to the official right now about something. Yeah. Oh, the flag on play says illegal participation on the Blue Devils. So what are we going to do here, uh, Coach uh, Northcutt? I don't have any idea what that was. Well, it looks like they're going to. They're going to push it back. Four Payne's going to try to get a return out of this. Yep. So that's what they'll do. They'll re. Uh, they'll redo the kick. Is that penalty was against Etowah? Yeah, Four Payne with a fourth and three. They lined up. Um, in a safe, a punt safe with their defense out there to try to keep everything, make sure there wasn't anything Etowah would try to run. Um, and so now with the five-yard penalty and, and really expecting Etowah to punt now, Fort Payne's going back to their punt return, see if they can get more yardage out of this. So who's back for Fort Payne? I see uh, Brandon Oliver. And Riker Shankles. And Riker Shankles. 2.52 to go. This has been a long first half, Brian. Yeah, it has been. Uh, well, we're sitting on an hour. That's about right, isn't it? About right. A little over an hour. 31 to 7, Fort Payne leading the Blue Devils. A lot quicker than last week. Yep. Looks like they could end up with great field position right here. Ooh, Ooh there we go. over the punter's head. He has to run back, and he's just going to throw it out of the back of the end zone for a, is that a touchback. That's a Safety. Safety. So he kind of gave, gave up on that real quick. He did give up because nobody was near him. He may yeah. have had an opportunity there to good call by Coach Elmore to push them back and go to the punt because they got two points out of it. Now they'll get the ball again. Yeah, he could have probably ran it in rugby style and kicked it. Yeah. Because Fort Payne didn't really have a lot of pressure, hardly at all. he quit on that real quick. So that is a safety. That will give Fort Payne two more points. It's 33-7. to seven. We'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. back as Fort Payne gets a safety, puts two points on the board. They lead 33-7 to with 2.45 to go, and now they'll receive a kickoff from the Etowah 20 as Fort Payne will still probably end up with good field position. Here's yeah. the kick. Fielded by Fort Payne. They come over near side. That's Brandon Aller at the 50, the 45, and he's tackled out of bounds at the 45-44 yard line. Yep, three returns by Brandon Oliver that cross midfield. So far tonight. So that's where the line judge is going to put his foot on the Etowah 44-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Fort Payne Wildcats leading 33-7 over the Blue Devils. 
Yeah, I got and, and we haven't really mentioned it much tonight, Chris, but got to credit that offensive line, those guys, the Jackson brothers on the ends, uh, Will Patton, uh, Jordan Wright. Getting a little mess right now. There we it's, go. Yeah, it's getting a little rain. I was trying to get my stuff covered up real quick. And uh, Michael Go uh, Gomez doing a great job tonight, giving protection and blocking for uh, for Dax and uh, Caden and Carter. Uh, crank out the umbrellas. Here's the snap. Varnador back. He's going to move over to left. He's going to throw it across the middle to Griggs. Griggs yeah. makes the catch for the cap. Fix it first down, down to the 27 yard line. Yeah, really good protection right there. Case in point with uh, Edwa stunting some of their linebackers. It is. That's a little more than a, a spitting right now, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, that's probably it's probably our hardest little missed. Varnador now first and ten. He's going to quick throw it out to Brandon Oliver, right side. Brandon trying to make a move. Gets through tackler, gets down to the 25-yard line. Yeah, nice pickup for not having any blockers out there. Yep, that looks like a nine-yard, eight, eight or nine-yard gain on that play. Bring up second, and let's see what they give them, two, one or two. It's hard to see from our angle. Look, it's going to be second down and two at the Etowah, and they are inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Just done now, two minutes, under two minutes and counting for the Wildcats. Varnador slaps his hands, takes the handoff, gives it to Blaylock. Blaylock up the middle. Following tacklers, pushing forward, pushing mm. forward, down to the eight-yard line. He's a hard runner for being as small as he is. For another DeKalb fix it first down. Yeah, he is. You're right. That's going to bring in DeBose. Yeah, any, comes any, out. yeah, any run like that that gives Caden some rest and blow and not taking on those hits, Four Paint, I think, probably going to try to slow this offense down a little bit here. Minute 40 and counting till halftime. Four Paint leading 33-7, looking to put seven more on the board right here as they are first and 10 from the Etowah 7. Barnador takes snap, hands it to Bose. DeBose trying to bounce out right side. Bose falling his tackler. Bose in the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Yep. That nice play, Yeah, that was designed to hit up the middle, and Caden just kept bouncing it and bouncing it and eventually found his end zone. Nice blocking by the Fort Payne wide receiver out there. Who was that? That would be Brandon Oliver and probably Riker Shankles on this side. Nice block and able to seal that in so DeBose could get around. Another six points on the board for Fort Payne as they lead 39-7. to Yeah, first half feels a lot better this week, doesn't it? Sure does, and you didn't jinx it either, so That's thankful right. for that. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> All right, a minute 23 to go. Here's a snap. Hold down by Varnador. Kick is up and good. So with a minute 23 to go, your Fort Payne Wildcats lead that to Wild Blue Devils. 39 to 7. We'll be right, be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get the All right, we are back here at James Glover Stadium in Atala, Alabama, the home of the Etowah Blue Devils. 
as Fort Payne now leads 40 to 7. Sometimes I try to rely, I guess I shouldn't try, I should just do all the math in my head and be super awesome. Yeah, that's right. But I tried, but I relied on the board, and they hadn't changed it yet, and I said 39 to 7, but it's 40 to 7 after the extra point. Fort Payne kicking off now. This one's high and deep. He receives it back at the one, and he's going to run it out from the one. Coming near side, Fort Payne out there, and they wrap him up and tackle him down at the 13-yard yeah, line. Not really nice play, really nice play right there. I believe that is Jackson, isn't it? Yes, I believe you're right. Cooper Jackson. Cooper yeah. Jackson on the N tackle. Nice play, staying in the contain. When he got down to about the 20, the 15-yard line, he starts to break down, and uh, just keeping that running back on your inside shoulder. Don't let him cross your face, and that's exactly what he did. Cooper did a great job on that one. All right, a minute 17 before half. Bands are raring to go. They got their plumes on their hats. <laughs> we found out the correct turn is can plume. Do, can we uh, wear some plumes up here? I think we should have plumes. We need WZLB plumes. I or, guarantee you that we'll be able to find each other. Or at least a flag on our backs, you know. <laughs> All right, that's going to bring up first and 10 for the Blue Devils, and the whistle's blown. They may time may expire. It looks like a delay of game. It is a delay of game. Wow. I didn't that's, know. I was hard to see that in high school. That's a challenge to do right after a kickoff. So delay of game. That'll back up the Blue Devils five yards. It'll bring it. They'll be first and 15 from the seven or 13. No, that's set from the seven-yard line. Sism in the back to pass. He's going to roll around for Payne there, trying to run him down. He's going to throw it ahead. He has a receiver open. Fine. Nice hole. Receiver makes a catch. Nice hit by the Fort Payne defender, but not, not enough to yeah. get the first down. Yeah, Connor Kinsley coming in on that hit, but not before they get a big gain out of it. And that receiver, he just found a hole between the Fort Payne defenders and the Sism put it right where he needed to. Minute six to go. First down from the 37. He's going down the ball. Stop the clock. Yeah, that's early to be spiking. I it. thought you it was too, especially way back here. You're giving up downs. You really got enough time to run your entire offense. You don't have to spike it. So a minute left, second down now from the Etowah 37-yard line. Moving from our right to left as they trail your Wildcats 40-7. to Sism, the quarterback for the Blue Devils. He's got three receivers. He's got a running, a little short, stumpy running back in there right now with him. Uh, four receivers. Wow, that is a small kid. What in the world? And Fort Payne flushes him out to the right, and he throws it ahead, and there's nobody there. I don't no, think he got past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I think that's grounding. He didn't pass the line of scrimmage. I would say grounding, too. Well, there is a, there is a line judge over there. Maybe he thought there was somebody there. Well, they're going to talk. I'm watching, looking at them talk. Nope. So no penalty called. Second, maybe third down and 10. Cameron Cameron Jenkins was that running back. 5'5", five, five, 143 pounds. 5'5", five, five, I call him a stump. Whew. And he's a sophomore or freshman. All right, Etowah again facing third down and 10. 56 seconds to go. Sism's going to throw it out this side to a receiver, number eight, and Fort Payne there after he picks up about five, six yards, and they're going to get Fort Payne on the face mask, looks like, Brian. Yeah, that, it really didn't look like he had him. He may have had he, his hand on the face mask, but I don't think that was a face mask call. But but if the hand goes there. Yeah. And that was really an RPO by Sism. He was going to read option that thing inside, and then the, well, they're going to call it a personal foul face mask. That'll be 15 yards and a first down for the yeah, Blue Devils. 
Don't want to end the half that way. That'll push the ball across midfield all the way to the Fort Payne 43-yard line. Bring up first and 10 with 49 seconds left. Mr. Northcutt. Yeah. Really, they've got, I mean, Edelwald's got still a timeout left. They don't have to be in a big rush. They can run their whole offense, although the clock's running now. It is running. 43 seconds left. Sism in the back. Sism the quarterback. And... Nope, I guess he didn't want the clock running. And timeout's called, or whistle's blown. Referee timeout. What are they going to do here? Something, picked up something off the field. No, I think he just dropped his whistle. He picked something up. I think he dropped his whistle because he's, he's got his hand out. I think he dropped his whistle, Brian. He may have. He couldn't blow it, he couldn't blow it dead because he had no whistle to blow. <laughs> All right, first and, in, first and 10 for the Blue Devils. 46 seconds left, trailing the Wildcats, 40-7. to Sism takes a snap. Fort Payne comes in. He moves out, gets around the tackler, goes right side. He's going to run it. He's at the 40. 35, takes on a tackler and goes out of bounds about the 34-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne comes with the safety blitz, and Luke Patton lost contain there. They're going to say he got all the way up to the 31. It's another first down. Another first down with 36 seconds left. Now they're going to say 32-yard line. So first and 10 from the Fort Payne 32. Etowah looking to strike right here at the end of the half. Fort Payne running a man off the field. Yeah, running guys in and off. And Fort Payne's going to have to call timeout after that combobulation. That's my word for the night. Yeah, Coach Prater real happy with that one. All right, we'll take a timeout with them. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. back into a little bit of a drizzly James Glover Stadium as we got 36 seconds left and a half but the drizzles kind of come in and out. I think this is going to last for like a half second. They won't have to put up the umbrellas, but you got to keep the electronics safe. Plus, you know, I don't want to be electrocuted. Yeah, and you're, you're fragile too. Your uh, <laughs> silky soft skin will get hard and dry. All right, Sism takes a snap. Fort Payne rushes the guy in there. They throw it out to the running back. He gets around the left side. Fort Payne pushes him out of bounds about the 33-yard line. I mean, 27-yard line. Apologize. Fort Payne comes with a blitz for Carter Tinker. That's going to bring up. They're going to give him five. That's going to bring up second and five with 28 seconds left here in the half. Tinker had him if he had uh, if he had had to hold up on the ball at all. Yeah, he was zoning in on it. All right, Dayton, a Porter in and running back now for the Blue Devils. He's going to flank Sism to his right. Four receiver set, three far side, one near side. Sism takes a snap. Sism quick throw to his big six four receiver. Ball goes up. Oh, wow. And he makes the catch. Touchdown, Etowah. Mm. In Fort between had double coverage two. there. Four pain defenders. Yeah. Caminiti and, and, and 
Wooten there on the coverage. Wooten coming over the top trying to help out. And nice play by that receiver. So Etowah scores a touchdown here with 22 seconds left. So they put six more on the board. They'll line up for the extra point. At the half, Geraldine is leading Fife 14 to nothing. And this one hits the upright and bounces out. So it is not it is now all important extra point as he misses it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll take a timeout. Fort Payne leads Etowah 40 to 13 with 22 seconds left in the half. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! All right, we're back as we're almost at halftime. 22 seconds left, Fort Payne leading Etowah 40 to 13. Remember, you can hear us if you're here, listen to us on the radio, 100.9 FM, 1250 AM, or you can get us online if you go inside at wzobradio.com, network1sports.com. Scroll down to the icon and click on that. Also, you can catch us on FPT TV app. You can watch the game and listen to us as well. So Etowah kicks off. Brandon Oliver receives. He runs up to 35, and it gets all the way up to the 33-yard line of Fort Payne. They'll put it in play with 16 seconds, Brian. You think they go for anything? Uh, I would expect a draw, maybe a uh, – they'll probably give it off and just see if they can do anything with it. If there's a big pickup, then you might consider trying a long field goal if you can get down there. Fort Payne still has two timeouts. So. Do we have a boot, uh, boot, naked bootleg anywhere in this offense? Uh, not or, much. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, they certainly can throw one in there if they want. But It'd be I nice you fake this way and you come back around like yeah. a receiver. All right, 16 seconds left. Varndor, yep. he's just going to take a knee and take the 40-13 to 13 lead into the locker room. So Wildcats with an outstanding first half. Again, as they lead the Blue Devils 40-13. to 13. We'll take a two-minute timeout. timeout. We'll be back and talk a little bit about the first half play. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! 
passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get the Wildcats! Stay tuned. We're soon to have an interview with Coach Elmore after the Fort Payne Wildcats band. more of a traditional type of offense, and so the defense is doing a really good job of giving up some big plays that they need to try to clean up, find some help over the top with safeties and, and getting in good coverage situations with those guys. Etowah's not going to really pound the ball running-wise, so the Fort Payne's going to try to drop as many guys and give out help in the safety. And then you got to contain um, Sissom. They've done a decent job of that, and the only times that they haven't is the times that they've been burned by him. So good job. Offense is clicking. Um, you're seeing most everybody get involved. There's some mistakes being made, but not a bunch. Uh, line's looking good. Uh, so overall, in all phases of the game, and, and, and Connor Hughes doing a great job, and, and even um, Hayden Chambers punting the ball well, although he's only punted once. He did punt the ball well. So in all phases, Fort Payne looking pretty positive tonight, especially after last week. Fort Payne has shown, uh, you know, definitely um, the ability to stop Etowah moving, moving, moving along the field. They're only, like you said, they're only. Um, Samaz has been to the 6'4 receiver and that and Sism throwing up in the corner just going he's just one on one or one on two. Yeah they have not methodically run down the field on four pain passing and running they've just gotten big plays and um, you know that can still you can make you can score some points but you're not going to sustain drives you're not going to come back if you unless you can do something steady in four pains defense seems to be bent on that, on that not happening. You know give us some scores while I talk about the half here for a second it's yeah. 40 to 13 17 Minutes to go as we get started here in the half. Fort Payne's band, marching band, Allen Field, as they'll get to play first. Uh, as, as always, the visitors always play first. Uh, Miss Holly's going to try to get some sound in there. If not, we'll just keep talking or go, <laughs> go to commercial. Just fill the air with noise, But Chris. Brian's going to get us some scores here in just a second, some area scores. Yeah, uh, some of these are going to be kind of all over the place. Arab leading Brewer 14-13 to at the half. Huntsville uh, trailing Oxford 14-3 to at half. Hewitt Trustful. Up 21 to 13 on Gadsden City in the second quarter. Scottsboro now leading North Jackson 17 to 7 at half. Uh, Athens up on Bob Jones 28 to 21 at halftime. Uh, Geraldine up on five, 14 to nothing going into the third quarter. Now Mortimer Jordan and, and Springville tied at 21 at half. Uh, Muscle Shoals and Florence no score in the third quarter. Hazel Green down to Grissom 21 to nothing at halftime. Pell City. And Leeds tied at 17 at the halftime as Rush Probe's second game as the Pale City head coach. Uh, Coleman down to Jasper in the second quarter, 13 to 12. Tanner leading Four Paines opponent next week, May Jemison, 17 to nothing at halftime. Uh, Cherokee County up on Piedmont, 13 to seven at half. Buckhorn trailing as we mentioned earlier, Helena, 42 to nothing at in the second quarter. Sylvania up 35 to nothing in the second quarter over Sachs. Uh, Austin leading Decatur 14 to nothing at half at the halftime. Uh, Valley Head is in the third quarter leading section 32 to nothing. 
Um, Collinsville and Galesville are tied at zero in the that says the first quarter. That's a that's a slow game going there. Uh, Hartsville leading Jackson Olin twenty to th- uh, nothing. Eider leading Asbury twenty to nothing. Uh, Hoax Bluff lost to uh, Southside thirty-seven to twelve yesterday. Um, I think that's most of the area scores that I've got here in front of me. Unless you've got some more, Chris. Nope, you covered all the ones I had. There we the ones go. I see. All right, uh, what we'll do right here, Holly? We'll go to a two-minute break and come back with our interviews. All right, we'll take a two-minute here. We got 15 minutes to go in a half. Four Paint Wildcat Band is on the field right now. We'll be back with more Wildcat football after this.
Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! We just gotta keep playing. I mean, I know it's a, I know it's what everybody would probably say, but it's the truth. We can't, we can't relax, and we gotta keep playing. And uh, obviously, they've got good enough players on offense to score in a hurry. Uh, so we gotta keep our foot on the gas on, on both sides of the ball, and and uh, and keep trying to, to get some stops and scores, and see if we extend the lead a little further. Because we can't relax. They can come back in a hurry. All right. Thank you so much for your time, coach. Thank you. Appreciate We got that in here as uh, Rise of Time expires. Here in yeah, the it was riveting, wasn't it? We had to keep stepping on the gas. So uh, I, know, I agree. I, know. With, I agree with Coach Elmore. <laughs> you, you don't watch out for that six-four receiver. Hey, buddy, they can score in a hurry. He's exactly right. They they've got some athletes, and you've got to be able to pin them down and get them, uh, you know, corralled because they'll, they'll they can get out when they get loose. It's it can be a rough ride the rest of this night. You don't want to relax at all. I know. I just went blank. Uh, who is the Central Florida coach? Coach at Auburn. Malzahn. You don't want to mouse on it here and take off the foot off the gas no, in the second half. No, let's let's go slow. You just want to keep. You just want to keep. You want to run your offense till you till you're up by 50. Then you can take your foot off the gas. Well, as long as they're as long as they're able to make big plays, you can't let off on offense. I mean, there's 26 points. I mean, Fort Payne was down what? It's 49 to 24. They were yes. down 25 points last week. Mm -hmm. So it's only uh, 27 points. Excuse me. So we're only two points differential from last week and. How much we were up. So well, they put two and a half minutes back on the board for a little more warm-up time, I guess. So we still got some more time before half. You can stay here with us. Uh, any more score updates? Is everybody coming out of half? Yeah, yeah the, most everything is still coming out of the half. I don't see anything new. I know um, the. Uh, if you're familiar with Central Alabama, the Thompson uh, Thompson was supposed to play IMG. If you're familiar with IMG, they are a powerhouse out of Tampa, Florida. They were supposed to play them this Friday. Thompson is the defending 7A state champion in Alabama and. Uh, those big schools like to play other big schools, but mm -hmm. that game got canceled. Uh, Brian believes, I think it's because the hurricane came through there. Yeah, they. they I week. think it was going to be at Thompson, and uh, IMG was going to travel up here, and they had to evacuate. And when they did, they were not able to get all their things together to make a football trip, so they weren't able to get all their stuff together. Um, Geraldine now up 17-0. to over five in the third quarter. That's a bit of a surprise there. Cherokee County leading Piedmont 
twenty to seven. Piedmont's a really big, big power. Now they were power under uh, Coach Smith, Steve Smith, who's now at uh, Westminster Christian. Yeah. So um, Scottsboro still still halftime, seventeen to seven over North Jackson. Uh, let's see, Boaz all over Alverville, thirty-four to seven at the half. Yeah. Uh, we play Arab this year. Thank for homecoming. They're leading Brewer twenty-one to thirteen. Yeah, Tanner leading May Jemison, our opponent next week, seventeen to nothing. Sylvania thirty-five to nothing over Sacks. Always like saying Sacks. Sacks. Drizzle's back. The drizzle is back, and the, the umbrellas are out. As the captain is just up and down with the umbrella tonight. I'll let you know, Captain, when I'm sitting over here, that umbrella, you know, is poking me in the eye every once in a while. Just giving you a heads up. As she said next to me, I, sometimes I have to duck my head down to dodge the, uh, the umbrella points. All right, 16 seconds to go as we'll get started here in the second half. Your Fort Payne Wildcats are leading the Etowah Blue Devils 40-13 to on this first away game of the 2023 season. And next week, Mae Jemison from Hunts will be, will be visiting the Wildcats. Excuse me, next Thursday. Yeah, it's on a Thursday night. Uh, that's right, next Thursday. So that will free your weekend up. No Friday night. And I, I say that because where I work, I, I work at a camp that has weekend stuff, so I'll be able to be there <laughs> <laughs> for them. So, all right. And the horn blows, and Fort Payne will kick off. Etowah will be moving from our left to right here to start the second half. Brian, what do you think about, uh, of course, the new technology now uh, with the with the TVs up under the, you know, being able to look at your the plays right as they happen? Yeah, isn't that something that's uh, really well done? Um, it's amazing how fast the technology has gotten. So, um, what is that wonderful treat your yeah, daughter? Yes, my has daughter brought, brought us something up here. What is that? It's powdered sugar, something. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try one of those. All right, here's the kickoff, and that receiver takes it up to five. He's up to the fifteen. And he's hit quickly by yep. the Fort Payne Wildcats, and they're going to drive him back. They're going to give him the 19-yard line, and that's where the Blue Devils will start this drive, first and 10. Yeah, nice job, Carter Blaylock there, just staying down low and keeping square to the to the, um, to the the returner. What is that, Sydney? Oh, we're still looking at this treat his daughter's what is brought, it? Us, brought up here. Oh, that's the fried Oreos. Yeah, they've, Fri got, oh, like, fried they've Oreos. got like a fair. I mean, somebody give me a fried Twinkie, and I'm good to go. Oh, no, I'm good. Thank you. They're pretty good right there. So now we're up here doing fried Oreos. Yeah, anybody wants to, any any place we travel, if we want to test out your stuff and give a report on it, you can send it on up to the press box. Sism with the quick throw over the middle. Picks up about eight on that play and bring up second and two. Yeah, last week we were not in the mood for fried Oreos. No, no, not hungry at all. When you're up 40, 40, 13, you can, 40 to 13, you can treat yourself. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to give him eight, so it's going to be second down and two yards for the Wild Blue Devils at the Etowah 27-yard line. Etowah with three receivers this side, one receiver far side. Good to see Riker Engel in the lineup now. Sism looking to throw. He's being flushed out. He just threw it ahead. Four points oh, yeah. for the re interception. Who was that over there? That Connor made that? Kinsley on the pick. Nice play. I know Amy and David will be happy with that. So Kinsley makes the steps up and gets in the way and makes an interception. So it'll be first down Fort Payne yep. at the Etowah 35. Really good job by the defensive line there to, to, to make Sissom stay in the pocket, not giving him a lane to throw or to run through, keeping him corralled inside, which was what opened up the place for, 
for Connor to make that play. Nice play there. All right, 11-13 to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 40-13 over the Etowah Blue Devils. Varnador in quarterback. He takes a snap, looks across the middle, finds his man, Griggs. Griggs gets out of a tackle. He's at the 10, the 5, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Got to love that, Chris. Quick strike offense just right across the middle. Dax looks right, gives uh, Blake a chance to break across the middle, comes on a little drag route, and touchdown, Fort Payne. Very, very resembling the first half, first touchdown for Fort Payne. Very much so. All right, so that brings up 46-13 to 13 as uh, Brian takes another uh, nibble off the fried Oreos. No, that's the nachos. Excuse me, now he's, in, he's in the barbecue nachos. All right, here's the snap, kick down, and kicks up, and good. So Fort Payne puts an extra wow. point on the board as they lead 47-13. to 13. <laughs> They lead 47-13 with 11 minutes to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. We are back here in Etowah, I mean, Etowah, Alabama, at Etowah Blue Devil James Glover Stadium as Fort Payne, after the turnover, puts a quick seven on the board as they now lead the Blue Devils 47-13 here, 47-13 here in an early start of the third quarter. Yeah, I think that's what Coach Elmore said in the interview, that they need to keep the foot on the gas, and that's certainly exactly what they did right there. And when you get up like that, you start seeing new names, and who did I tell you kicked that extra point? Uh, Hayden Chambers, who's kicking off right now. Hayden Chambers, and he just kicked it off and wow. kicked it to the end zone. Nice kick. And they're going to say touchback. Really nice kick by Hayden there. And I'll go ahead and say uh, Fort Payne is, I guess in this area, renowned for their kickers. Yeah. Even you, specialist. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm way down the list now. <laughs> well, typically. There was a, yeah, I was the first soccer-style kicker. but I was about to say there's a lot of soccer up here, which helps those legs. Yeah. Matt Hammond was the kicker before me, and he played offensive tackle for Alabama for four years. That tells you the history of kickers in Fort Payne. All right, so be listening. You're liable to hear some new names as uh, when you're up, when you start getting up more. A lot of people get a lot of playing time. Etowah now first and ten from their twenty. Five receiver set. Sism in the shotgun takes snap. He's looking to throw. Not yeah, there. Fort yeah. Payne rushing. He's going to get out of the rush as he moves over to the left side. He pulls it down, and Fort Payne pushes him out of bounds about the 22-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne's front seven just giving him fits. He's not. He doesn't have any time to uh, to, to sit and look downfield. They're going to give him one yard, so it's going to be second down and nine for the Blue Devils. 10:52 in the third quarter. Did Etowah have a game last week? I don't know. Yeah, but I think they played um, – I'll look that up. I'm pretty sure they played Springville last week. All right, so Etowah uh, – whistle blown here. Uh, here's, and there's your equipment. Who's, hey, that, come, who's that coming out? I think out? he may have some blood on him. Oh, may have some blood. That's uh, J.P. Buffington. So Buffington's going to come out and in for four paint is Levi Crow. 
So Levi Crow replaces Buffington. 10.47 to go. Second down and nine for yeah. the Blue Devils. Four pain loss. I mean, uh, Etowah lost by seven last week to Springville. Whistle's blown. This may be, it is, illegal procedure against Etowah. That's, that's like the third or fourth time they've been called tonight for that. Yeah, having a tough time. Four pain leading, four, 47 to 13. Here in the second game of the season, then their first away game here in Atala at Etowah Blue Devil James Glover Stadium. I like to say it all, make sure I encompass everything. Stevenson in the shotgun, back to pass. He's being flushed out of the pocket. Fort Payne there, and they're going to grab him by the ankles as he throws that one loose, and it is not going to get by the line of scrimmage. Yeah, there's no way that's not going to be one. Great job by Lucas Talent there. And there it is. Lucas is not a very, very, he's really not a big defensive end at all, but he is so scrappy. Great job by him. All right, that's going to be intentional grounding as a Sism gets up hobbling as they had him by the ankle. I know when you got him, you're twisting him. Oh, yeah, that, that, that can hurt. So he's a, he's a little shaken up after that, trying to get out of that tackle as Fort Payne was on the ground holding his ankles, and he was trying to make something happen. But he didn't get the ball past the line of scrimmage, so that's going to be, what, 15 yards or half the distance as that pushed it back to the seven-yard line. Yeah. That's going to bring up third in DeKalb County. No, Reese City. Third in Reese City, that's correct, or Nakalula Falls. I really don't know where Reese City is, to be honest with you. It's right that way. Okay. I think. No, I think that's north. I'm not sure. It is north. They're going to say third and 22. Quick pass out to receiver. He's oh, he fumbled. He fumbles the ball. Oh, get on it, Cal. Bounce around, but Etowah ah. looks like they get it back. Caminiti fell right on it. That oblong ball squirts yeah. out, buddy. <laughs> Fort Payne had it. Nobody around, but, it you know, the, the shape of that ball squirts. So. Yep. But he didn't pick enough up enough for a first down, so it'll be fourth and... 12 for Etowah. They'll be punting from their own 19. This will give Fort Payne good uh, field position as um, Brandon Oliver's back as well as number 17, Riker Shankles. I don't see, I don't have him on my roster thing right here. I've got an empty blank. I need to get, update my thing. Another high snap. Punter does get away. Our sism gets yeah, away. Get away from it. Let it go. No, Riker's going to touch and it. Riker's going to grab it, and he's hit quickly by the Etowah defensive team. And they're going to give him the 42-yard line. That's where Fort Payne will put it first and 10 here to start their second drive of the third quarter with 9.14 to go in the third. Yeah, Chris, you got to think that this is really what Fort Payne needed after last week and kind of being deflated after that loss. Get back to the fundamentals. Playing a team that um, you know, this is an athletic team. There's, they've got they've got ball players out there, and Fort Payne doing a really good job. Barnardor in a shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to get around tackles. Does he cuts oh, through wow. the middle, and he's dragged run. down after the cab fix it first down. Good run by Carter there. Real 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 fight and grit there. He crosses midfield midfield to the Etowah 44 yard line. All right, it's going to bring up first and 10 from the Etowah 44. Fort Payne leading 47 to 13 with nine minutes to go. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. Varnador looks over his coaches for a... Yeah, getting a lot of the younger guys in. They see Fisher Abbott down here on this bottom side, Braden Templeton. 
Bardor slaps hand, gets snapped. He's going to hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock finds a hole up left side. He squirts through, and he gets another. DeKalb picks it first down. Ooh, he's quick. He's firing off on them holes. He picks up 11 on that play. It's going to make it first and 10 from the Etowah 34-yard line. And Blaylock will come out. Who's in the game now at running back? Number 45, Hayden. There he is, Hayden Chambers. Oh, excuse me, Caden Adams? I got my – see, I need, I need an updated roster. I've got the wrong roster here. Caden Adams in at running back for four paint. I apologize. Varnador, four receivers, two on each side. Quick out to number 11 over here left side. There you go, Fish. Sorry. Fisher picks up another. DeKalb picks it first down as he gets all the way down to the Etowah 23-yard line. That kid's in my youth group, so I have to – What's Fisher's first name? Uh, that is his first name. Oh, Fisher's first name. Fish. His last name's Abbott. Fisher Abbott. Now Blaylock's back in. Blaylock goes back at. And Caden Adams is in at running back for four paint. Fisher Abbott's over here on the made that last catch for four paint. Varnador in the quarterback still. He's going to look at the look at the defense. Quarterbacks, I mean the coach is going to give him a signal. He does shift. Running back to his right side. That gives a handoff. Etowah breaks through and able to attack him not before he can squirt through for about two-yard game. Yeah, good good, good running backs there on the backside with Caden Dubos out and Fourpain trying to get some work in with these younger kids. Adams will come out and Blaylock will come back in for Fourpain. All right, Fourpain now moving to four receivers, three on the far side, one near side. Blaylock flanks Varnador to his left. Varnador again looks at defense, now pauses, looks back at the coaches. I've seen a lot more of this, this this drive. Yeah, I think they're just trying to make sure they're in good good calls and working some different things right now. Plenty of time on the clock. Nine seconds left on the play clock. Seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. Wanador, quick throw to uh, Fisher Abbott on the left yeah. side, but that was behind him, incomplete. Yeah, it looked like an RPO there. They weren't on the same page with what they're doing. It looked like Dax expected uh, Fish to... Check up at about five, and Fisher was looking to go downfield. All right, just under seven minutes to go with the clock stop. Four Payne leading Etowah, 47 to 13 here in the third quarter. Like I said, we're seeing a lot of names yeah, get some playing time. Dakota Wooten, number 39, in at the slot now. Blaylock now flanks Varnador on his left side. Varnador gets a snap, hand it to Blaylock. Blaylock falling his tackles, goes Ooh. to the middle, picks up about two yards on that play. We'll bring up a long, longer third. I think that was third down, so it's going to bring up fourth down and I think seven. They're going to try Hayden Chambers on the field goal attempt here. Nope, it's going to be fourth down and four. I apologize, fourth and four. That's going to be a, it looks like a 24, 34-yard field goal attempt from Hayden Chambers. Snap, holds down, kick is up long enough, yeah, and it's it wide to, left. Pulled it just a little bit. So Chambers miss, misses his field goal attempt. So that'll okay. make it 47-13 here with 6-12 to go. We'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with more Wildcat football after this.
47-13 here at uh, James Glover Stadium on the sandstone rock bleachers <laughs> where everybody else around me has seats, and I forgot mine, and I'm starting to feel it there, uh, color man. <laughs> well, if you I see remember me rotate, two years ago, and I was like, around. I'm not doing this because it was, it was not just hard. It was hot last, the last time we Well, were it here. is not hot. It feels good right now. No. Yeah, you're right. All right, Edelwall with the ball. Sism takes a snap. He throws cross, has his has a six four mm, receiver wow. right there at midfield, catches the ball this time, makes a move over to the left side, goes through some four paint tacklers as we push him down at the thirty six yard line. Another yeah. big pickup for the Blue Yeah, Devils. He's a really, really talented receiver there. And if System has time, he can get it to him, but and Four Paint was putting pressure there. He just still made a play. And that that's really been their only answer tonight is just that Yeah, that, that's all they've had so is that far. receiver and of course. My dad being old school, he would be like, if that's all they got, I'd put two men on and make them throw to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to pick out somebody else. We're going to make Well, they it do through. have it. They have a safety stacked over top. But... All right, 5.50 to go. Sism again takes a snap. This time he's going to run it out, and Fort Payne makes – oh, he gets out of the shoestring tackle. Right side, 25. Fort Payne knocks him out at the 20-yard line for a first down inside the alpha red zone. Yeah, Lucas Talent had it hemmed up. Just missed the tackle. Came up a little bit gimpy on his shoulder there. Well, now we're doing. Now we're in business. My daughter brings up some boiled peanuts. Hey, Y'all just watch FPTV. We'll be. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're here. We we may call a play. We may not. We may be eating boiled peanuts and nachos. <laughs> hey, how was your pork nachos? By yeah, the they're way? very good. I need a good long commercial break, and I'll fix it. Hey, I don't care who you are. Boiled peanuts. Yeah, it's I love deal. boiled peanuts. Boiled. Peanuts, bowl, bowl peanuts. 540 to go, 540 to go. Edouard with the ball. Sism takes a snap. Looking left side. And nobody there, but he's going to try to run it out. Fort Payne chase him. Throws across the middle. Two men there, almost intercepted by Fort Payne. Yeah, I don't know who he was trying to throw to, but whoever he was got either his guy was running into another route or the route was running into this other guy. So trying to make plays with his feet. and He had two men right there yeah. at the ball. Fort Payne just playing a real soft coverage, just trying to make it keep everything underneath. And we, we got any new faces out there on defense, bro? Not at this point. Well, see, um, uh, there's a few J.P. Buffingtons out there. Riker Engel's good. I mentioned him earlier. He's back out on the field, which is nice to have him back on the field. Fort Payne leading Etowah, 47-13, 533 to go. Sism back to pass. Fort Payne rushing him. He gets through. Wow. He's the 10. He's at the 5, and he is... Looks like they're going to knock him out about the one-yard line. So it'll be first and goal for Etowah at yeah. the one. Yeah, some of the other younger kids. Hunter goes out there now. Oliver Perea, Riker Engel. All right, 524 to go here in the third quarter. Parker Wilson out there as well at defensive end getting some action. Etowah making a little noise this drive as they have first and goal from the one. Let's see what have they do here because you definitely can't throw the ball here. Or you can, but, you know, you don't It'd have, like surprised. you said, no, not a lot of room. I think you're going to get a read option here off this end. Man in motion for Etowah, left to right. Sizzle, no, he's going to back up. He's going to throw this side and has wow. his man. For a touchdown. He just stepped across the line, Brian. Good, that was a good throw. Good coverage. Four Payne had people in all positions. He just made a great play there. As a receiver just steps across the line and does an out pattern, he just hits him right there. I call that the old flag football play. 
I saw I used to do that a lot with the kids. All right, five nineteen to go. So I made too many boiled peanuts. <laughs> Miss Holly says you can hear me snacking on the boiled peanuts. So I'll be tearing them up at the station break here in a second. All right, looks like Etowah's going to go for two here, Brian. 5-19 to go, Fort Payne leading 47-19. I guess they're trying to get all they can get. Yeah, why not? Says I'm taking the ball. He's looking left. He throws it over there, has a man, bounces out, of, bounce out of his hands, incomplete. Good coverage there. It's Connor Kinsley and, and uh, Goza. All right. Uh, Hunter Goza. So the second, the the two-point conversion fails. We'll be back after this. This is Fort Payne Wildcat Football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Back here at James Glover Stadium in, in uh, I keep saying Etowah, in Atala, Alabama, the home of the Etowah Blue Devils. As your four paint Wildcats lead the Blue Devils 47 to 19. As we have 519 go to go here in the third quarter. I will say with me eating, I've had a kind of oral surgery lately and actually recently this week, so I have to stay off one side, so I'm really eating on one side. That's so much fun. Have you ever noticed Etowah is one of the few schools, it's a county school, it's Etowah County, but they don't call it Etowah County High School. I did not notice that. It's in Atala, but this is Etowah County. They don't call it Etowah County. Nope. We, don't, we don't have a DeKalb County School. Nope. All right, Etowah with the kickoff. Griggs, uh, no, Brandon Oliver receives it. He runs it up to, looks like the 31-yard line, and that's where Fort Payne will put it in play first and 10. Still the third quarter, so Fort Payne's still going with most of their ones, although here comes Grayson Hester, back up center. No, he's going to play guard or tackle. They've still got Jordan Wright in there. And Grayson's a big kid, too. He's also in our youth group. No, he is playing center. They moved uh, Jordan to right guard. Grayson's in our youth group. Nolan's in our youth group. Great kids, too, by the way. Sorry. Right. Am I plugging my youth group too much? No, no. My Warner daughter's bringing me more food. Warnador has escaped. Throws that right side. He's got to throw that one away, Brian. It's going to yeah. go incomplete, so it'll bring up second 10. Getting some good work by some of these young kids. Fort Payne's got a lot, a lot of young talent. A lot of young talent. The next three classes coming up, really, uh, yeah, three classes, the juniors, sophomores, and freshmen on the field and on this team right now have got a lot of the pretty deep. All right, 47-19, 5-10 to play. Second and 10 for the Wildcats on their own 31-yard line. Fort Payne in a four-receiver set, two on each side. Blaylock takes the handoff, and Etowah eats him up right there yeah. for no gain. Maybe a half-yard loss. Bring up third and 10. Nothing there up the middle. They're going to give about a half-yard, about a yard loss. So it's going to be third and 11. 4.15 counting. Really a lot of liberty right now for Coach Elmore to be able to get some stuff on film with these young kids, running the whole offense, seeing how their blocking schemes are coming to, are coming around. 
Three receivers near side for Fort Payne, one far side. Marnador takes the snap. He throws over to Fowler. Fowler couldn't quite bring it in as it was behind him. The ball yeah. goes incomplete. Nolan sat, and then as pressure was coming on Dax, Nolan tried to adjust his route, and Dax threw behind him from where he threw it to where he was, and then he wasn't there. So that'll bring up fourth and 11 for Fort Payne. 4.30 to go as they'll be punting to Etowah. Etowah should get Etowah some good field position. Is this just the second punt? Uh, I believe it is. I believe it's the second punt for Fort Payne the, this, tonight. Looks like the, the, I'm about to jinx it, looks like the miss has stayed away for the most part. I just got the evil eye from the captain. All right, snap, balls away. Nice punt. Looks that like he fair punt. called it back at the 35-yard line, and they're in a flagstone. What, what's going on there? Did he try to run? I didn't see. I didn't think he tried to run. He, he fair caught it and knelt down. Were we too close to him? Is there a two-yard halo now? I don't, I don't I didn't think we were too close. Uh, let's see. They had the flags know. thrown at the 35. I mean, I, I thought everything was legal with what he did. And the call is, what? The, what is that? What is this right here? Fair catch violation, which I don't think that was a violation, but they called it against Etowah. Did he not? Did he not give enough fair catch? I don't know. To me, it, it could have been that. To me, I saw him do that motion, his hand in the air motion. And then when he called it, he just knelt down at 35. I didn't see yeah, any it's violation. Usually either it's either I didn't give a clear enough signal, or I ran afterwards. So it's had to okay. be one of those two. It might have been. Now you're right. It was more like head high. Arm signal. It wasn't. It wasn't the. Yeah. The waving down. You got to make. You got to make it real clear what you're doing. What your ten is. So it all will have it first and ten at their own 30-yard line, looking to put some more points on the board as they trail Fort Payne, 47 to 19, 423 to go in the third. Sism, the quarterback, back to pass. He's going to have to escape pressure as he's running. He picks up four or five yards, jumps over tackle, and he's going to go out of bounds right at the first down marker, and they will give him the first down as he makes it up to the 41-yard line for Etowah first down. That'll move the chains or the digital changes they have chains as they have now. First and ten for the Blue Devils. Yeah, a lot, lot of younger kids coming in. Four Payne got a few starters out there. Carter Tinker, Luke Patton, Braden, Brady Wooten, Braden Wooten. Tyler Wooten, excuse me. Says takes a snap, looking across the middle, has a receiver wide open. Nice throw, and he gets it down to the Fort Payne 41 yeah. for another first down. It's 28 Malachi Jelks on the coverage there, young kids. That was the pass play that's worked for the Wildcats, that uh, that slant across the middle. Yeah, Fort Payne trying to get some different guys some looks. That's going to bring up first and 10 now as they cross midfield to the Fort Payne 41-yard line. Fort Payne leading 47-19. Just under four minutes and counting left in the third. Sizzle, back to pass, Fort Payne rushing, having to get out, moves over to the right, looking for somebody downfield, wrapped up, throws the receiver, wow. and that looked like a catch. It's close. Yeah, and there's a, there's a big Fort Payne for roughing the passer. Yeah. Game uh, just a touch extra. I don't think Coach Varnador likes that, but they're going to give it to him. So that's going to be roughing the passer against Fort Payne. That's going to give them 15 yards and a first down. Uh, speaking of not being rough, it's not rough at Patterson's Music and Jewelry. There you go. They they uh, they have rent. They rent. You can rent there. Sell. They have sales and services. A variety of musical instruments and sound equipment. New equipment arrives weekly. 
That's not rough. So come by often at Patterson Music and Jewelry because they're always getting something in there. And it's not rough. You know, I got tied in. <laughs> All right, they're going to mark that off deep into Fort Payne territory now as Etowah will have first and 10 from the Fort Payne 26-yard line, Brian. That's okay. You don't have to respond. You're eating. That's fine. The, 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 I'm, having to, I'm having to commentate, folks, because my guys are eating pork nachos. These are good. They're really good. They're very good. I can't stop. So I may have to start doing the cut. I got, no, I got it. I got it. I'm back, Chris. I'm good. All right, Sism now oh, with four wow. receivers. And what we got there? <laughs> Mason Chandler jumped off. I don't even think they were set and ready to call the play, and Mason Chandler jumps off sides. And, yep, that's going to be offsides for four pain. That's going to mark off another five yards against four pain. So Etowah now closer to the goal line as that moves it to the 21-yard line, first and 10 for the Etowah Blue Devils, trailing 47-19 with 3.42 to go. Now we're starting to get sloppy. Yeah, it's it's a combination. You got the younger kids in, so kids that don't play. Of course, Mason Chandler plays a lot. I don't know. That's not an excuse there. Um, and a wall with five receivers, three on the far side, two near. Sism in the backfield by himself. Four Payne bringing the linebackers. Quick throw across the middle. I didn't even see that because yeah. it went past umpire, but it fell incomplete. So bring yeah, second and ten. A, a little drag route there. On the guy that Tyler Wooden was covering, trying to replace that stunt that uh, Carter Tinker was coming up the middle with, which is usually what you're looking to do is a hot route off of where the stunt's coming from. You usually try to throw right behind it. Apologize. Second down and five after the penalty. So second and five from the Fort Payne 21. 3.39 to go. Clock is stopped. At a wall with four receivers, three far side, one near side. Running back flanks quarterback, and he's laying, and the uh, receiver took off. A little bit. So we get that five yards back. Well, the, uh, you know, I was, I was watching running back because he was swaying forward, so he was about to move. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm sure he's going, you got to snap that ball. I'm about to move. So they got Drone City in the uh, end zone. Are those right, all four. three of us? Is that all three four panes? Could be. All right, four, uh, Etowah is going to call timeout. We'll take it with them with 3.39 to go. Fort Payne leading Etowah, 47-19. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family-owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, we're back as I get a salty boiled peanut in my mouth and down before I have to start talking. I'm telling you what. I'm a sucker for boiled peanuts. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're salty. Mm. These are some good ones here at Etowah. All right, 3.39 to go, 47-19 Etowah, second and five, or second ten. Hand off to the running back. He's able to get a good amount of those yards back. Looks like about a seven-yard gain as he gets down to the four pane. No, five-yard gain. So he gets a five yards back. It'll be... Yeah, we're, we're, we're inching into that area of the game. Chris, where you, you got to be careful not to 
unintentionally let Etowah have a sense that they might be back in this game just by scoring and not being able to stop. Because I feel like the game's in hand right now, but Fort Payne's still trying to get some looks from their twos. Third and five from the Fort Payne 21. Sizzle back to pass. Fort Payne rushing. They put a hand on his feet. He's able to get out of it. He's coming right side. And he's going to pick up a first down. Comes back inside and fumbles the ball. Uh-oh. Let's see who's got Fort it. Fort got it. I think we're on it. He's down at the three-yard line after that great run, but let's see who comes out with the ball. They give it to him. Etowah got it back. So it'll be first, first and down. goal from the Fort Payne three-yard line after a great run by Sizzle. Yeah. Uh, linebacker for Fort Payne, J.P. Buffington, down right now. Oh, he's over here near side. I think. I think that's J.P. Maybe a cramp. Hopefully it's just a cramp. Well, they finally saw it, so the referees will call timeout. We'll take the timeout with them with 2.47 to go. 47-19 lead for your Wildcats. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Looks like no gain on the play. We'll bring up second down and goal at yep. the two. Fort Payne has done a great job of controlling the run game of Etowah tonight. And there have been some good breaks, a good um, runs from Sissom and other running backs. But um, by and large, it has not devastated the Fort Payne defense. Well, the play before, uh, you had an injured Wildcat, but he was able to get off the field pretty quickly. So they blew the, blew the whistle back into play. And what you didn't see is... Yeah. Etowah had gone over the sidelines to talk about it because they thought they had a full timeout and uh, they had to flop a guy to yeah. get a little more stoppage on the clock. <laughs> All right, second down and goal for the Blue Devils. Trailing 47-19 with a minute 30 to go in the third. Sism back to pass in the shotgun. And throws it across the middle. That's going to be an pass interference. Uh, wow, four paint defender was all over. Yeah, that was, that was uh, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of stuff going on in there. Like crisscrossing. Well, you got a back judge who could see it. Yeah. Again, I, I thought I honestly thought that was pass interference. Could've he was been. all over. Yeah, could have been. But they, they got away with another one, so I say another one. It may not have been. Third and goal from the two. I shouldn't discredit the Fort Payne defense. They're, they're doing well. Third and two, Brian. Minute 28 to go. Yeah, I think they ran last time they were down here. Oh, no, they threw that little out route, your little flag football route. All right, Sizzle, this, this time he's going to hand off on Fort Payne. Wow. He eats up the running back for about a four-yard loss. That's Mason Chandler there coming in and just, I don't know if he was untouched or just shed his blocker so quickly. They're I think Etowah is going to have to go for this. They're going to give him the, they're going to get a, uh, he's back at, that's back at the eight-yard eight line, yeah. so he loses, does lose six. It's fourth down and six. Fourth down and goal for 
from six. Sism back to pass. Trying to get out of there. Fort Payne trying to, he does get it away. And Fort Payne's there to knock it down. So Fort yeah. Payne defense holds, Brian. Yeah, that great coverage there, Connor Kinsley. Uh, and the defensive front, I mean, really just all night long, Fort Payne's front seven have just given uh, Sissom a lot of fits. He's he's made some great plays, uh, no doubt, but they have uh, really made it difficult on him tonight. With him trying to get away, he's, uh, you know, he is quick, and Fort Payne's doing a lot of ankle tackling on him, and I, I know his he looks like he's sore every time yeah, he gets up. Yeah, he'll, he'll feel it tomorrow morning for sure. All right, 47-19, Fort Payne leading Enwa now with the ball on their own Seven-yard line. Quick throw out here to Fowler. Fowler well, nearside. Nobody covered side. him up. Fowler gets around his tackle. He's at 20. He's up to the 25-yard line for DeKalb. Fix it first down. Yeah, I'm not sure what the play call was, but I think Dax looked up and said, hey, i got an uncovered receiver out here. Just pick it up and throw it. Blaylock in it. Running back for Payne still. We haven't seen a lot of DeBose tonight at all. No, that's been good. Good for Fort Payne and good for, uh, for Caden because he's going to be needed. He's going to take a lot of hits this season, so let's save some up. Fort Payne with four receivers, two on each side. This time they come up on Fowler. Barnador looking across deep in the middle. They find Griggs. Griggs with the snap. That's Griggs Brandon in the foot Oliver. race. That's he's Brandon at the 30. Oliver. Brandon Oliver. He's at the 20. <laughs> he's at 17. Let me correct you again. He's down at the 17 <laughs> Sorry yard line. Sorry to correct line. you, but he's right in the middle of the play. Griggs is six. Oliver is eight. Yep. Brandon coming up limping. So great throw. Another, uh, what would you call that? Uh, Touch pass. Slant? Just, you know, uh, no, that's post, but post. just a great job by Dax. Um, he's done significantly better job this week and, and really just gotten a lot of touch on the ball. Coach Elmore's is going to take it to the quarter now. All right, that's a first. That's a DeKalb fix it first down right at the Alpha Red Zone sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Griggs. Man, that, that's going to drive me nuts. Griggs and, <laughs> and Oliver. All right, he is going to take it to the end of the quarter. So as we end the third quarter, your Fort Payne Wildcats take a 47-19 lead over the Etowah Blue Devils. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcats! All right, we are back. Brian Northcutt, Chris Dura here at James E. Glover Stadium. I've got finished with my pork nachos and fried Oreos, so Chris is going to eat some uh, boiled peanuts, and I'm going to call the fourth quarter. Yeah, we're just giving the captain, Miss Holly Fitz, over here. Fort Payne up 54 to 19. And here's kickoff by Fort Payne as that one goes wow, deep in the end zone. Wow, run. that's a great kick. My goodness. Yeah, we're just teasing her. Uh, she, uh, I said, I'll call the fourth quarter, and you can eat them boiled peanuts because I've been eating these. Pork nachos for the so whole I started thing. eating some boiled peanuts, and while she's telling me to talk, I got a pull. I got a boil, boil peanut in my well, face. Hey, listen, if you if you <laughs> when you go to the VFW DeKalb County Fair, and you go to one of them little just nasty little trailers <laughs> with them nachos and funnel cakes, 
and you just gobble it up. That, that's that's that kind of food down there. They've got some show enough good food at this uh, concession stand at Etowah. What, whatever else they may be doing, they got that dialed in right. All right, Sism takes the ball, looking to pass. He throws it out to his running back, and number 22 there for Fort Payne makes a quick tackle for a yard loss, looks yeah, like. Yeah, great, great job of uh, Connor Kinsley making contact uh, with 11, then giving him off to the safety, and then falling down on that, that slot or that back that's trying to run the screen out here to the side. To this side. All right, so look, maybe a half yard, so half yard loss. Look for Sism to try to get it to a 6'4 receiver over here. He's loosening, he's loosening up his legs. Yeah. <laughs> Four paints still getting, trying to get some of the younger kids. Levi Crow out there now. I like what Four Paints doing, leaving some of the starters in to kind of help some of these young kids. 9:52 to go. Sism back to pass. He's looking for a six-four receiver. He's going to throw it, trying to throw it, but Four Paints rushed him. He's trying to, well, he's going to throw that one out of bounds. <laughs> I told you he was looking that way. So pass incomplete yeah. will bring up a second down, no third down, and a ten and a half. Generally speaking, that is a good way to look. Got Seth Hall in on the defensive line, Tremaine Smith down there, Parker Wilson playing some. Now Patrick Buffing to come in. All right, Etowah's going five receivers this time, three on the far side, two near. Sism in the backfield all by himself. I look for maybe a quarterback keeper right here. Yeah, Taylor Shaparo in at line, or outside linebacker as well. Sism back to pass. Fort Payne rushed him. Oh, nice. They're there, and they wrap him. him up and sacked him for about a seven-yard yeah. loss. Patrick Buffington comes in, makes that sack. Well, you know those defensive linemen love that, love getting a sack. <laughs> well, except he's a linebacker. That's okay. Hey, he's, he's around the line. Well, yeah. All right, so that'll put uh, the Etowah Blue Devils in a punting situation back. Yeah, you can see Sissom's head's just dropping. He just There's nothing there. Fort Payne just really harassing him all night. Brandon Oliver back. Oh, Ooh, low Lord. ball. This one, uh, the quarterback fumbles in the end zone. He's trying to make something out of it. Now he's going to oh, run wow, it. Nobody's this. there. Here comes Fort Payne up to get him. He gets around tackle. He's going to get a first down. Oh, I think he did. Yep, wow. He got it by two yards, Brian. The only guy to make a play on him was his own guy. Yeah, he fumbled that ball and was able. Nobody, of course, everybody's back to receive. <laughs> and he had a great run. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's just one of those plays you, uh, you just chalk up to. Uh, what you do you do? Up, you got to chalk that up to the athlete. Yeah, what he do you do? a good play. Yeah. I'm sure there's some coaching points involved in there when they watch the film, but but other than just, hey, this guy just made an athletic play and there's not a lot we could do. Well, I found out you can't leave the good bull peanuts laying around as my daughter has snuck up here behind me and taken them. There you go. That's what so, they're there for, right? So now there will be no more bull peanut interruptions. <laughs> All right, Sism takes the ball. He's looking. Four paint rushing. They oh, got a handle him. He gets out of the tackle. Oh, he's got wide open space as he comes up to the 40. He'll run out of bounds at the 41 for a first down for Etowah. 8.15 to go. Etowah. Four paint had him dead two uh, times in a row, and uh, the quarterback's made great plays. Yeah. He's, see, he's gassed, though. Yeah, he is. He's he's having to carry a lot of this offense by himself. He and number 11's gassed. Yeah. 54-19 lead for the Fort Payne Wildcats. Here at their first away game in Atala, the home of the Etowah Blue Devils. First and 10 for the Blue Devils on the 42-yard line, their own 42. Sism 
This is going to throw across the middle. Fort Payne there to knock it out of his hands. Incomplete. Bring up second down and 10. Remember, stay tuned after the show for the Monk and Sammy scoreboard report on WZOB, WZOB 100.9 FM, 1250 AM. Or WZOBradio.com. That way you can get all the scores and highlights from all the games around not only DeKalb and Jackson County, but all the... I guess area games, I call it the Northeast Quarter Quadrant. Yeah. From I-20 all the way up 65. All right, Sism, Fort Payne bringing the heat. He's going to throw this one deep. Got separation wow. for his receiver. Great catch by receiver. I think they're finally going to get yeah. uh, pass interference. And he finally, and he caught it, too, so it didn't make, mean a whole lot. He did catch it. Uh, he down at the 22-yard line right now for uh, Edouard first down. We'll see if they call it on us or them, though. I think it's on us. Final scores coming up, Arab defeated uh, Brewer 28-13. to Hewitt Trustful is pulling away from Gadsden City now to 42-27. to Oxford up on uh, Huntsville, big 35-6. to Scottsboro pulling away from North Jackson, 44-15. to um, Tanner uh, up 24-7 over May Jemison in the third quarter. Uh, Athens up on Bob Jones, 35-21. to That'll be an interesting game at the end of the season, us playing Athens. Uh, so the penalty was declined, but that'll give Etowah a first down from the Fort Payne 27-yard line with eight, a little under eight to go here. Fort Payne leading 54-19 over the Blue Devils. Sism takes a snap. He's trying to roll out right. Fort Payne there. He's going to throw it away for an incomplete. That's going to bring up second down and 10. Yeah, great play by there, Kate Kellett on that play. Um, staying in front, especially for a young kid who hasn't had a lot of playing time to stay in that kind of position and keep Sism on his inside shoulder. Really nice job by Cade on that play. Yeah, he kept Sism from running around the outside. So, like you said, he kept him inside the whole time. They only gave him one choice yeah. to throw it away. He, he wants you to dive in at him, and Cade just held that held that leverage point and really forced uh, Sism to make a play. All right, so second down and 10 from the Fort Payne 27-yard line. Sism with four receivers, running back, moves up to the line. Sism takes a snap. Or Payne chasing him. He's going to roll over to the left side and throw off his shoulder. He's got a man at the ah. 20, 15, and trying to break through. Kent, he'll be tackled down. They'll give him four bow minimum to the three-yard line for first down inside the alpha red zone. It's great, great experience seeing ball played at this level, these younger kids getting some action inside there. All right, 7.33 to go. Fort Payne leading 54-19. Etowah now first and goal, which they've had it several times inside the Fort Payne 10, but hadn't done a lot, hadn't had a lot of results. Sism going to hand it off to his running back, Woods. He's trying to slip through, and he gets in. Maybe for, uh, let's see, they're going to they give him the one or a touchdown? Give him a touchdown. So it, uh, Geraldine Fife has gone final, 17-6, Geraldine. Defeats five. So that is a touchdown for Etowah. Score now 54-25 as they'll uh, attempt the extra point, which they've missed one tonight. They're one for one, one for two. Or two for three. This one is true as it goes right down the middle. All right, so it's 7-17. Fort Payne now leads Etowah 54-26. We'll take a 30-second. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Back on a cool-ish yeah. first of September night, Labor Day weekend night. Yeah, it's no, Labor it, Day weekend. Lots of college football coming up. Lots of college football, but not for you Spectrum yeah. subscribers. <laughs> unless, unless you have Spectrum, then you can just. You better find some <laughs> other way of watching it. Otherwise, you're gonna be throwing your uh, cokes at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your soft drinks. But you can listen to Auburn on WZOB. So if you can't watch it, you can listen to Auburn on WZOB radio there you tomorrow. Go. <laughs> Go old school. Yeah. Back in the 1993 season. That's the way I used to do it. I used to fife it all the time. I go, my dad take me cutting firewood in the morning. We listen to uh, Leonard's Losers in the morning and yeah. then uh, college football. Because, you know, back then you only had one game. Yeah. One or Te two games. Technology. I there remember was when Jefferson Pilot started broadcasting Jefferson the 11 o'clock game, we were like, wow, this is, this is great. The JP game of the week. WTBS, was it not? Station? I think that may be right. Uh, WTBS affiliate. That's back when cable started. All right, 54 26, 7 17 to go. Is that Varnador still in at quarterback? No. Nope. Uh, Who's in at quarterback? Patrick Buffington now. Buffington, and he just handed off to number 45, That's Hayden Cade, Chambers. Caden Adams. No, Caden Adams. See, looking at the wrong thing. You use, took, you use took that what one. I had. Yeah, use I took that one. That's more accurate. I apologize. Patrick Buffington in at quarterback for the Wildcats. At running back, you know, it's hard enough for me to get the starters. Caden Adams. Receivers out here that I haven't got familiar with. I got to start warming up hey, to the what, numbers. Chris, that, that's a, for a number two or a JV offensive line, that's some beefy guys right there. That's a good-looking offensive line right there. You heard it here first, folks, beefy. I mean, you, I mean you, when you're thinking about that's some big boys right there, I like, yeah, the, I like you, that look right you there. Like, you like some wide shoulders. That's it. All right, Buffington takes the snap. He hands it off up the middle. There he goes. Chambers, That's what I'm Chambers talking about. Some tackles, and he trips up. It's at not Chambers. That's Adams. Adams at the 37-yard line. Close enough. For DeKalb, fix it first down. Gaping holes by that beefy offensive line. Six twenty-one to go. Fort Payne leading 54-26. Two nice plays from the Wildcats. Buffington and Adams in the backfield. I gotta mm -hmm. say, I do have to say that over and over for it to roll off. Adams, <laughs> Adams, Adams. If you ever listen to me calling basketball, I kind of get tongue-tied in basketball too. So, you know, these guys that do it professionally—Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee—all these guys that do it—I mean, they're awesome. I give it to them, and they know the other team as well. It's not just their team. Oh, I know, it's incredible. Buffington's gonna take the snap. He's gonna call his own number, spin off a tackle, and. Pinball to the, uh, to the 35 yard line. That's a professional tournament. That's what it looks like. Inside, yes. <laughs> so that's going to be a gain of two on that play. It's going to bring up second down and yeah, eight. I think and we're at a heat timeout now, Chris. And they're going to call a heat timeout, even though it feels great out here with 540 <laughs> to go. Fort Payne leads Statewide Blue Devils 54 26. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Welcome back in to James Glover Stadium, the home of the Etowah Blue Devils in Atala, Alabama, for Fort Payne's second game of the year and first away game. Your Wildcats are leading the Blue Devils 54 to 26 as uh, we come out of a heat timeout, which I know they need it, but man, it, it does feel good sitting in the stands. All right, Fort Payne with four receivers, two on each side. As the Wildcat band playing a little neck over here for you, Brian. What, what is that? Neck, like the LSU Tiger Band. They hand it off to the running Ooh. back. It's up the middle, and he's going to pick up the cab, fix it first down. I don't think he hit the ground. I think they blew him blew him dead, but I think he stayed on. I'd be interested to watch if that on film. If you're familiar with grooving uh, band tunes, Nick, everybody's familiar with Nick. Oh, of course. Of course, you don't don't have your kids listen to the LSU version as it, it turns kind of ugly, but, <laughs> but it is a cool-sounding tune. Who's the guy to sing Word Up? That's from him. He's, he did the next Cameo? Song. Cameo. It's a cameo song. Talking out the side of your neck. Don't go look that one up, people. <laughs> Especially from other bands, college bands. All right, yeah. under five minutes to go. 54 to 26, four paint leading. And off to the run back again, Adams. And he's able to squirt up to the night to down to the 19-yard line for about a five-yard pickup, right? Yep. Can I give you another rule of thumb? If 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 a band plays a song and every all the young kids go nuts, don't don't look that song up either. Especially from college bands, I'm just telling you. Uh, yeah. If everybody goes and the and the players on the field turn around and start going nuts, definitely don't look at that up. Yes, if, if they start moving and dancing themselves, you know, hey, hey now. <laughs> Probably not but, good lyrics. But there. that is a band it's, favorite when it's played cleanly. Not a worship song. <laughs> Most likely. I'm not saying it couldn't be. All right, hand off to number 32. Taylor he gets he gets ahead for another three yards. That might be up third down and one where they put the marker. So third and one, the Wildcats, they're on the Etowah 20s. Looks like 20 and a 15-yard line. Apologize, 15-yard line. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Ball boy. Ball boy took a little of a tumble on the way off to the sideline. 343 to 343 and counting. Here in the here in the fourth quarter of this one is Fort Payne leading 54 to 26. Well, it's been a, mostly a nice played night for the Fort Payne Wildcats offensively and defensively. Yeah, pretty pretty good, other than some athletic plays by Edwards' offense. Another handoff to Adams. He's pushing as the line pushes him wow, forward for another five there. yards. The cab fix it first down inside the alpha red zone sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Good, good push by that second-team offensive line and coach uh, rolling in some of these guys, running them in and out on that offensive line, and they're getting some good push up there. Remember, stay tuned for Monkey, Monk and Sammy's scoreboard right after this with Mountain Valley News right here on 100.9 FM, 1250 AM. They'll give you all the scores and finals from around the counties and area teams. So stay tuned for the Monk and Sammy scoreboard report with Mountain Valley News. One more shout-out to Chick-fil-A feeding the guys before the game. Thanks to you guys for supporting Fort Payne Athletics. 
Or as my three-year-old daughter used to say, Chick-A-Way. Yeah, we had a Chick-Fin-A, a Chick-A-Lay. Chick Here's a handoff to, who was that that got the handoff? He, he didn't. He, he, oh, he bobbled the snap, so he just okay. kept it. So Buffington kept himself. It looks like he was a little slow to get up. Yeah, he kind of got hit. He hit, got hit low. He's cramping. He's cramping. Hopefully that's cramp. Yeah, the, his, his fellow players are trying to push that leg. So let's see. A set of keys in the press box, Chris. You got your keys. I do have my keys on me. They're going to call a timeout while they try. Oh, you got keys? While they try to work out the cramp. Not, not the other word. <laughs> we'll take a we'll take a we'll take a timeout with them, guys. We'll be back with more Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Back for Payne again, trying to run out the clock as they hand off the ball to Adams. He goes ahead, uh, I think, for a first down. Let's see, yeah, he does pick up the cab, fix it first down, or he picked it up. I guess it's third and goal earlier. He did, so it's I'm sorry, it's third and goal from the looks like nine yard line, Brian. Yeah, I think Coach Elmore's gonna try. Well, he can't, he's gonna have to try to score or something, maybe give get another field goal. He, probably, he may go, he'd probably go for this twice, just to try to run the clock out. So get minute, out of here. Minute 30 and counting, and Fort Payne is on the Etowah nine-yard line, leading 54 to 26. Now they do have Griggs in at quarterback. Takes a high snap, and there's going to be a flag on the play. This may be movement on Fort Payne. You're going to laugh at this, but that's actually Brandon Oliver at quarterback. It is Brandon <coughs> Oliver. Yeah, I know it's a bit confusing, because, but Coach did mention to us that, that Brandon is the emergency backup. Yeah, I was expecting Griggs because he played quarterback last yeah, week. Yeah, and, it, and he's he, he is the backup quarterback. We were having a conversation if 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 Blake, or how do you how do you run that Blake in and get him some reps? But you don't want to compromise that good wide receiver spot. And he said, "Well, we've got Brandon's actually an emergency backup." just in case, and so they're getting him a little bit of work right now. Third and goal from the 13. They hand off to Adams. He's tripped up for about a couple-yard game. That's going to gain. That's going to bring up fourth down now with a minute yeah. 10. I think Coach Elmore probably just try to run something here just to get another play under Brandon's belt and um, just run some time off the clock. He's going to hold this. So with a minute left, Fort Payne is not going to go for a field goal. They're probably as bright, might, so yeah. just I, run something simple. I think he's probably going to run – He'll probably let this go all the way down to zero. And number eight, number eight, Brandon Oliver. So there's 18 seconds. So the clock will stop if they run out the clock. 14 play clock, 41 on the game clock. Brandon Oliver's your quarterback. Adams to his right. He's going to hand it to Adams. Adams up the middle. Etowah there. They stop him. So four paint does not score. It'll be a turnover on downs to Etowah with 30 seconds left. And a flagstone on the field. There may be some just some Jawing. frustration there. I didn't see a penalty. Let's uh, see what they call it. I don't know what it was. I didn't see it. 
This uh, this near side looks like called a penalty. One well, no, of the flags right in the middle of the field. That's two flags. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> so 30 seconds left. Fort Payne leading 54-26. Etowah stopped them on fourth down, so it's a turnover on down so far. But there's two flags thrown on the field. Let's see what they got. Personal foul. Against Etowah. You saw that. You saw that better than me. I think he said ejection. Yeah, it is a personal foul and ejection. I didn't see what happened. So that does that result in a first down, or is it still giving? Uh, it a ball? I think it will be an automatic first down, which means they'll just nail it out here. No, no they're putting the defense on the field. Our field goal? Are they putting the field goal unit on the field? No, it's defense. All right, so. Whatever happened, somebody got ejected right here, 30 seconds left. Yes, yeah, I don't know how that affects next week and who that was that got ejected. Do the, is it like college? Would that affect you? That's what I'm not sure. I'm not, I, high school typically mirrors a lot of college's rules. So, Well, college works, you know, you're out two quarters of the next game. Like if it's like yeah. this, you're out the next two quarters or periods. Yeah. Quarters. All right, the rain has held off. Awesome. We've stayed dry-ish. Good job, Holly. Keeping the rain off of us. 30 seconds to go, 54 to 26. Fort Payne leading Etowah. First and 10, Etowah from their own four-yard line, looks like. They're missing. No, they don't know what the call is. Offensive line is looking for somebody to give them something. Sism is your quarterback. He's going to hand it off to his running back. He gets up the middle, gets, uh, gets around some tackles. Which they haven't gone to him much at all as uh, he picks up a couple yards. No, he's ran a few. He ran that touchdown down on the goal line the other side. <clears throat> all right, that's 19 seconds to go. Play, I mean, game play clock is off. 14 seconds left. Second down in nine, eight or nine. Let's see if they run another play. 10 seconds. Uh, they're not going to run a play. A Sism's walking off the field. So that'll do it here in uh, James Glover Stadium, the home of the Etowah Blue Devils, is your Fort Payne Wildcats. Take the win as they beat Etowah 54 to 26. We'll take a quick, nope. Uh, the FM station is going to go to Monk and Sammy scoreboard report, so we're going to go to them. If you want to listen to some more uh, stuff, stay tuned for on the um, WZOBradio.com, and you can catch uh, us talking about the game and probably an interview with Elmore. So that's what we're going to do. So we'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.